105 and Legend Number Street, Hip Hop Station. We are back. Special Thursday show. Yes, sir, man. Welcome back. We in the building on a Thursday. This is the first time this has happened ever. <laughs> so, <laughs> we have been a weekend show since we started in uh, 2018. So, welcome back, man. It is good to be back. Uh, we told y'all last episode with Grace and Tyrone, shout out to them, that that was our last show of the year. And then I hit Ish and I was like, hey, you want to do the show this week? <laughs> <laughs> so now we're here. So this is officially the last show of the year, uh, year four wrapping up. So since we did the music uh, wrap up, we're going to go ahead and do a sports wrap up. 2022, great year of sports. The Warriors will be mentioned a lot today, so bear with me. <laughs> bear with me, bear with Ish. A lot of Mahomes, a lot of Steph. Yes, 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 yes. Um, and a lot of wise men. <laughs> <laughs> so... Before we get into the wrap-up, I do want to mention the college football playoff again. The games, so the the semi-big games with like the top uh, 12 teams, we got Tennessee and Clemson, uh, Tennessee and Clemson tomorrow. We got Alabama and Kansas State Saturday. Uh, USC. Alabama fans so mad they playing Kansas State. <laughs> bruh, bruh. Alabama's mad they playing Kansas State. They finna score 60 points on us Saturday. Uh, that is in New Orleans at noon. And then at 1 p.m. on January 2nd, we have USC and Tulane. Don't know why, <laughs> but that is existing. And then we have Utah and Penn State at January 2nd as well. That's the Rose Bowl this year. Um, and then on Saturday, you know, you know what's happening, Georgia and Ohio State and Michigan and TCU. Uh, that's kind of where I wanted to focus on for a little bit. What you expecting, man? Then, uh, oh, before we start this conversation, get out of Atlanta if you can on Saturday Listen, before 6 o'clock. Because really before 4 o'clock, because my God. Listen, uh, if you are not on the field for the bowl game <laughs> or, on, or you got tickets, you have no reason to be in this No. Game. Reason to be in the city, or you will not be able to leave the city, bro. You just won't be able to get out. Exactly. So, and it's New Year's Eve that night. So, yo, please don't don't even think about leaving the house. <laughs> so, but to the Michigan TCU book. game, um, find a nice book. Yeah. <laughs> just bring it in the, bring in the New Year with a glass of wine and a book. Don't think about going nowhere else. <laughs> I think uh, TCU. Listen, you know, hell of a season. Hats off to y'all. Salute. Uh, but we've seen this movie before. Come on now. <laughs> Tom Cruise saves people at the end. <laughs> y'all finna get worked. Like, Come on now. <laughs> it's just, listen, y'all got the spot because y'all deserve it. Mm -hmm. Now y'all have to play the teams that actually deserve it too. Yes. And y'all just don't have the talent to no, compete. And that's okay. Yeah, and, and John Harbaugh is trying to kind of try to prove a point, Yeah, which he should. Yes. Because if he wins the championship, he might have like one of the craziest coaches. Yes. Like resumes ever, ever. So, Especially in uh, Michigan, that's gonna be a real big deal. Oh, he turned that around really quickly. Yes, bro. And I, and TCU's not standing his way. <laughs> no, TCU is not standing in his way. There is one team standing in his way, and that is Georgia. Yeah. I, I agree with Ish. Michigan's gonna win that game. Uh, do I think it'll be close? Maybe for a little bit, but I do think eventually. I really, if we really want to get schematical, it's really just in between the trenches in college football. If you notice, the Big Ten and the SEC just have bigger guys in between the tr trenches, and not only do they have bigger guys, they have. Seven, eight D linemen, they can rotate in and out right. of the game just to wear you down. So even if it is close in the first half, I expect Michigan to pull away by the fourth quarter. And it's, and it's such a bad matchup 
Because even Michigan is more physical than the top tier blue chip teams yes. anyway. Yes. Like the real good teams hate Blake Michigan. Yeah, exactly. So they can run the ball down your throat. Yep. Um, their offense, their quarterback, they finally found a good quarterback that gives the uh that does exactly what Harbaugh needs him to do. He's accurate. So yeah, I think this is a I think it's a decent game for a little bit, but Michigan's gonna pull away. And then Georgia, Ohio State, mm, kind of more the same, honestly. Yeah. It's, <laughs> listen, they should have had the pretty teams play each other. They should have had the teams play each other. Because it probably would have been a better game, but don't worry. In the college football championship, we'll get a 13 20 game. <laughs> like I'm expecting more field goals mm-hmm. or more something nasty. Yeah. But uh, Georgia's too physical. They're too strong. They're too talented. Stetson Bennett's like 28. He hasn't seen it all. <laughs> I, uh, Stetson Bennett is basically Tom Brady at this There's no reason he should still be playing. But <laughs> shout out to Stetson Bennett with the worst Heisman nomination I have ever <laughs> personally seen in my life. No offense to Stetson, no offense to Georgia. You guys know I'm telling the truth. Hey, shout out EJ. <laughs> you know, shout out Stetson. We shout out you out a couple months ago. You're doing the right thing, bro. Bro, stay there, bro. Stop being a millionaire. Yeah, that Ford dealership will go crazy. That Ford bro, dealership. He's going to get a Ford dealership in Athens, and in 25 years, he could be the biggest car salesman in the world. Shout out to Stetson Bennett. But, yeah, Georgia is going to win this game. By how many points is really the question. Ohio State is not physical enough. CJ Stroud will. All right, so I don't like to do this with black quarterbacks, but CJ Stroud is not great <laughs> uh unfortunately he's not great and I, I I'm a quarterback guy I know when I, I know when a quarterback has it yeah. he just does not um and oh. you really can tell when a quarterback has it in college because of the atmosphere mm-hmm. and usually they feed off the negative negativity negativity or the positive atmosphere and it's kind of like insert Cam Newton looking at Seattle running out the tunnel in 2014. Yeah. It's that type of mentality that you right. need to go on a roll when you need when you need that quarterback that's gonna be like I got this. Like well, don't even worry. Gotta, I just don't see CJ people got to understand like college football. Like Joe Burrow talked about it when he got mm-hmm. to the NFL. When you play at a real college, mm-hmm. you've been playing in front of ninety k people. So yes. like you get to the league, yes. it's Tennessee at one o'clock. It's twenty k people. There. It's really not not, not that, that big of a deal. Yeah. CJ Stroud, he just got some good dude in him. Mm, yeah. He is a person we've identified <laughs> that will be a contributor to the university sooner rather than later. He seemed like a great guy, but Ohio State QBs have a reputation for a reason. Mm-hmm. And he just not not to not to disrespect CJ Stroud naturally. I never I when I watch him, I just don't see anything that that, that would worries me if I would be Jordan. Exactly. Um and Georgia's defense and their DBs are fast as hell. They they the way when you watch this game on Saturday, just watch the way Georgia flies to the football yeah. when they are playing. It is ridiculous. Like it's really like an NFL defense the way they fly to the football. It reminds me of the 49ers. Um, this year, because if you yeah. watch the 49ers, there's six, seven people coming to the ball every single play. So all that cute shit Ohio State like to do with the jet sweeps and all that motion is just not going to work. Kirby Smart is going to have them boys ready to go. He's going to have them motivated. And they're trying to go back to back, bro. Man, listen, like, I just this is a big they, deal, bro. They, they're trying, they, and they have really something to play for. Yes. Like, no one has gone back to back in the college football playoff era. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, they have it. That is true. No they have not in the college football player uh, area. Yes, nobody has done back-to-back. Not even Alabama, so this would be something they have over them. Yeah. And the crazy thing is, they're going to be right back here next yeah. year. So they're trying to 
they're trying to start a dynasty damn near. And Kirby turned that program around from um, getting it over from Mark Rick. So I'm excited. I'm really am excited. That Georgia Michigan game is going to be great. But we have a show before then. So actually, we have yeah, we have a show uh, the day before that. So we'll talk about that when we get there. Um, so to the wrap up, to the wrap up. I'm excited for this because, like I said, sports have been great this year. So I do want to start with the championship games, man. Um, with the championship games, I will first start with the Super Bowl, bro. The Super Bowl was great. Yeah, <laughs> I had a great time. That playoff run, the whole NFL, 22 NFL playoffs, was one of the best playoffs um, I've ever experienced from every game coming down to the wire. It seemed like every every game you got done, you was like, damn, that was a lot. And then the next game, it was the same thing. So what do you what do you remember from the 22 NFL playoffs that really stood out to you? Um, you know what? I really <laughs> – so of course, as a Tom Brady fan, I'm a I do remember that Rams game, but I remember it differently than other people. Mm-hmm. So watching it from a non-Patriots perspective, I finally get it. Mm-hmm. I finally see what other people are seeing. The plot armor that Tom <laughs> Brady walks around with is just ridiculous. We watched the eventual Super Bowl champion. They couldn't snap the ball. <laughs> they literally could not turn around again. For they beat, they it, it outplayed them the entire game, mm-hmm. and then for twenty minutes, it was just like the twilight zone. Where just things were just, just happening, just going wrong. And you know what? I get it. And if that, if, if I was not a Patriots fan, and that happened for twenty, if I watched them <laughs> for twenty years, I hate them too. Yeah. But overall, I think the Cooper Cup effect, and we and we're gonna talk about the Vikings and uh, Jamar and. Cincinnati, even Tyreek. Um, but I think when we were growing up, wide receivers were viewed as like, you know, oh, that's cool, but you really don't need a wide receiver on the championship mm-hmm. or uh, we're not going to spend big money on wide receiver because what wide receivers are going to win it? Mm-hmm. Cooper Cup showed you, like, you know, hey, NFC's not crazy. Um, if you have one wide receiver that's just like, all right, I'm just going to win every third down mm-hmm. that we need to win the game. You can do that and carry yourself to the Super Bowl. Because yes. the Rams, Jalen Ramsey and Donald, of course, great defense, but they weren't all-time great defense. Not last year, though. No. Offense? Wasn't an all-time great offense. Mm-hmm. It was really Sean McVay. And, all right, we're going to need Cooper Cup on third, fourth down until you stop him. I don't know. Exactly. And I think that was a blueprint for teams that we think, you know, might not be as explosive like the Vikings mm-hmm. or the Bengals that will say, all right, we're just going to put it in our playmakers. Yes. Yeah. And, and if y'all just don't have – and if y'all just happen not to have a DB – Worth his salt, y'all might go home today. Good, yeah. <laughs> and, and I think that, and I think moving forward, it cha- it changes kind of how because it's a copycat league. Everybody's going to copy the winners. Mm-hmm. But the Rams shows you like, and they start QB crazy defense. Just figure it out, yeah. Because I mean, look at them now. So yeah, what was, I, what was yours? I it was two things. One, it was the two people you mentioned, Aaron Donald and Cooper Cup. Yeah. It was really show me that because of the way football is changing slowly, it's very slowly, um, because if you really look at the way football has changed, it's been about a 10-year span of us trying to get out of that. We're going to run the ball down your throat until yep. this is a very pass-heavy NFL. And some teams, a la, you have Derrick Henry, you're going to run the ball 30 times. To your point, this year will be the 10th straight QB to win MVP. Yes. So you see where we're heading to towards the quarterback. is The MVP is damn near just a quarterback award. We're getting to what Justin Jefferson said a little bit like, towards the end of the show. But it's pretty much just the MVP award. But it's showing me that because of the way NFL players are going, first off, the NFL is going, you have so many teams that pass the ball 50 times a game that a defensive lineman and a receiver 
can really take you to a Super Bowl. Yep. And I think Aaron Donald and Cooper Cup showed you that. Aaron Donald, okay, we have to mention Von Miller. Von Miller was on that first show. So we do have to mention Von Miller. Aaron Donald, first and, yes. Aaron Donald and Von Miller. That defensive line changed life for them because you already had Jalen Ramsey shutting down the side of the field. So now with that, you had it to where I can't look that way, and I only got two seconds because Aaron Donald and Von Miller right. come down. So that changed everything. And then, like you just said, everything with Cooper Cup, bro, it was like if you can't stop him, you can't stop this offense exactly. because I'm going to – this has a lot to do with coaching. We will not leave that out. Yeah, with Sean McVay, he knew if he could just put Cooper Cup in positions, move him to the slot, move him out wide, yeah. you just never knew. Send him in motion. He sent him in motion a lot. Yeah. So if you do all of those things and never let the defense just get set and focused yeah. on him so where they can easily double him because he's always out wide at X or he's always right. out wide at Y, you can you can move him around and he can just beat you by himself. Cooper Cup won that game in that fourth quarter. Yeah. Like, simple as that. It was simple as that. And he won the game before that in Tampa, too. And he won he won the game in Tampa before that. Sure did. He sure did. He sure you know, I forgot about that. He sure did. Took so, it right up the scene. Right up the scene. Good night, everybody. I forget. Yes. So that was the that's really what I saw. And I think this is a beautiful time because if you look at Miami, yeah. Miami is not where they are without Tyreek. Nope. You look at Minnesota. They're not where they are without Justin Jefferson. And Diggs, Joe, Diggs changed life in Buffalo. Diggs literally changed life in Buffalo. And I think the Bengals are still a good team because I think T. Higgins is a dog. But Jamar coming out of that lineup, I don't think for eight, 17 games in a playoff run, they're the same team without Jamar. So I think this time of we don't need to pay receivers and we you don't got to have a good receiver or a great receiver to win a championship, I think that time is over with. I really do. And to Jamar's credit, listen, you lost, but hey, listen, that playoff run, Jamar was crazy. Jamar was insane. He gave game winning catch, and I think uh, I can't remember which playoff game it was. They had, it was game yeah, catch instead of field goal. Yes. Went upstairs on Jalen Ramsey to start the Super Bowl. Yes. You know those players, um, those wide receivers, and you see it now with Justin Jefferson. And I guess we could use this to transition to yeah. the MVP. But uh, Justin Jefferson is on my fantasy team, and I had the second pick in the draft. Mm. So Jonathan Taylor went one. So I had to look at Cooper Cup and Justin Jefferson and decide which one mm. I thought was going to have a better year. And because Justin Jefferson entering the Sean McVay system, mm -hmm. moving wide receivers around, and knowing his past in LSU where he used to be a slot receiver, mm -hmm. very comfortable blocking things like that, I said, oh, yeah, he's going to have a crazy year. Yeah. And they're doing exactly the same thing. It, it was so funny because he ran the same exact route Cooper Cup ran versus the Buccaneers mm -hmm. on Stephon Gilmore. Yes, the in, out, yes, in. Yes. It's literally the same exact mm -hmm. play. It's beautiful to see it. And, and just to break it down, like, nerd-wise, that offense, that scheme, passes the ball the way people used to run the ball. Yes. You, the way you used to run the ball is with personnel, matchups, gaps. You would try to manipulate the defense to get the numbers and things like that. Now what you'll see is the same exact thing but in offense. Uh -huh. Now we're going to come out. Okay, we're going to come out. Okay, we're going to see how you're lined up. Oh, you have a linebacker over here? All right, Justin, go over there. Yes. Or I don't like this matchup. Justin, go over there. Mm -hmm. And they're going to keep moving him around. And, you know, it doesn't need to be a 40-yard catch, but it's mm -hmm. 10. 10, 15, 15. Yeah. And what you see is players like Cooper Cup, like Jamar, like Justin Jefferson, Tyreek. I mean, Waddle did the other day. You just got to get your get the ball in playmakers' hands. For sure. Especially now because. Now more than ever, yes. They can't hit them yet. No. And that is the. And I think it's that's one of the lot. biggest differences. Changed a lot. Where you would go across the middle, early 2000s, and even late 2010s, 
yeah, you get to 30 yards, but once you catch it, you're down. Mm -hmm. Now DBs have to wait for the, for you to catch it and be not be defenseless anymore. Yes. So you see catches like when Waddle go 80 yards, like, yeah, it's impossible to catch him because he's going to catch it and he's not going to slow down. No. So no, unless no. I hit him when he catches it. There's no more hesitation. Exactly. So I, I think it I think it changes how easily someone can dominate. And like I'm glad you brought up Aaron Donald because we talked about the Michael Parsons thing kind of where like also yes. If you just didn't have somebody block Aaron Donald, you were not going to move the ball. No. And, and you could have a great as simple team. as that. You could have a great team, great team, good organization, good fans. It doesn't if y'all don't have somebody for 99, it's kind of just nothing you can do. It's like a big man in basketball. It's like facts. It's like Shaq. It's, it's literally, literally like Shaq. Shaq. Yeah. yeah. And I will say this about the Bengals is, if you remember that Super Bowl, the Bengals, they won 23-20. The Bengals had a chance to go down and tie the game or score and win the game. And yep. Aaron Donald just ruined yeah. it. just literally just ruined He just wouldn't let him pass the ball. <laughs> he just wouldn't the let him pass the ball. The last play of the game, Jamar hand is up. Yes. Streaking down the field. Yes. Like throwing the ball. Nothing you can do. Jamar's already on his back. Nothing like, you can do. So that's that was kind of my point is that the defensive line and the defensive line could kind of always ruin it because if you remember the, uh, Brady, that's yeah. kind of what ruined the perfect season oh, yeah. uh, was uh, the Giants defensive line. Yep. But more so now it's the receiver along with the defensive line. So something else I do want to mention before we get into more of a wrap up. A lot of what we were just talking about with the NFL shifting, yes, it has to do with the rule change, but if we're being 100% honest, has a lot of a lot to do with that dude in Kansas City. Oh yeah, Mahomes. Mahomes has changed a yeah. lot of the NFL because of how fast he is able to score the ball. Yeah. And I don't know if people have noticed that switch in dynamic, but a lot of what you just it should said it perfectly. Yeah. The NFL is copycat and catch up. Two of those things. We're playing copycat. We're gonna try to copy what you do, or we're gonna try to catch up with what you're doing. So we can copy it. Yeah. With Patrick Mahomes. Everybody is chasing a high-powered, quick-scoring offense, which is why Miami went and paid all that money for Tyreek, which is why the Raiders had that crazy core they had when they paid all that money for Devontae, which is why Diggs is in Buffalo, and he's going to get paid and he's going to get taken care of. And we talked about the defensive linemen. You saw Buffalo just pay Von Miller. Um, so sad he's out for the season. I'm saying that. Yeah. I'm so sad he's out for the season. But with Patrick Mahomes being able to score the ball as quickly as he is able to, it has changed the way NFL teams – are scouting, it is a change of that. It's a change the way they're drafting, it's a changing free agency, it's literally changing everything, and it's getting people quicker off of quarterbacks. Because it's like, dude, if you can't, you're looking at the AFC West right now, and we're not supposed to be doing this, but we're here. So, um, we're not supposed to be doing this, but like, like I said, who cares? The AFC West right now, if you look at it, the Chargers are like, all right, we're in the playoffs, let's see what we do this year. Obviously, we got a quarterback of the future. Let's see if we need a new coach, and we'll go from there. Yeah. But them other two teams in Denver and Oak, uh, my bad, Denver and Vegas, they're looking like, Russ, you literally have to give another year simply because you paid them all that money. Yep. But you see, they got rid of the coach. It's like, all right, we got to figure something else because yep. he gonna be here. Fifteen gonna be here. Fifteen not going nowhere. Yep. Fifteen Andy Reid and Eric Benemy not going nowhere. <laughs> so we got to figure out how we can. We got to bring another coach in here that can compete with that. Yep. The Raiders. They said, yo, we got Derek Carr. We had one of the best offenses last year, but 15 still over there. So we got to go get the best receiver in football and pay him as much I'm money so, as we I'm possibly so can. I'm so glad you talked to him. I'm so glad you brought this up because I did want to talk about this coach at the playoff time because the Chiefs won the division again. And I want to I want to talk about greatness in general mm -hmm. because as a Pats fan, when we won a million straight divisions, mm -hmm. of course the narrative is our division is trash. But true greatness 
is literally changing the past. It's like when they talk about Michael Jordan, they be like, Michael not crazy. The whole NBA was just garbage for 10 years. Every <laughs> NBA You know how stupid that sounds? The whole NBA was I can go, I, we can talk 30 minutes about how dumb that is, but go ahead. The Patriots, we got 35 coaches fired. They're like, ah, the AFC's trash. No, they're trying to catch Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. So even coaches that would still be coaching in Detroit mm-hmm. or coaching in Chicago, the bar is so much higher that if we know you can't hit that bar, you have to go. And Derek Carr's a great quarterback with yes. a bright future ahead of him. Yes. But 15 <laughs> changes the bar for everyone in the AFC. Yes. It's not good enough for you to have a good team, a good offense. You need an amazing offense. You need an amazing pass rush. And if your offense is just good or it's inconsistent, you are not going to be there long because that's not going to be enough for you to be successful. Mm-hmm. And what you see is until a team and and I, I feel so bad for Denver because I thought it could be Denver mm-hmm. until a team understands that you're not going to out Patrick Patrick Mahomes and invest in their defense in that division the way Denver did they're not going to be successful mm-hmm. and to Denver's credit they did that right. and has one they have one of the best defense league they just don't have a starting QB yeah but to compare it to the Brady Patriots thing you know Mark Sanchez went to two AFC championships during that run yes. Back to back. Yes. Beat the Patriots too. Yes. He didn't do that because he was dropping back, outgunning Tom Brady. Obviously not. He did that <laughs> because they built that team start to finish. To that, oh, we got Tom Brady in our vision. Oh, yeah, we need Darrell Revis. We need Darrell Revis and we need a password. And we need Rex Ryan, one of the best defensive minds ever. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to run the ball. We need Antonio Cromartie right next to him. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're going to play our brand of football. Yes. But if you are one of these teams in the AFC, in the AFC West, you have to know, like, you know, that's not going to cut it. No. And, and, you know, I feel bad for Sean T. I feel bad for Derek Carr. <laughs> and so I will say piggyback on Derek Carr is it's kind of like we always talked about this in the Warriors and the Houston Rockets. Yeah. The w- Rockets tried to beat the Warriors and what they do. Mm-hmm. And you cannot beat the great, the, you cannot beat the blueprint with their blueprint. Right. You're not going to do that. Exactly. So to your point, you have Patrick Mahomes. You got two ways to be Patrick Mahomes. Find up, get a high-powered offense with a top top seven quarterback and try to outscore him and build a decent defense. Or do what uh, Tampa Bay did when they won that Super Bowl and just have the best pass rush in football. Yep. The problem is, it's probably five great pass rushers in football. It's the two Bosa brothers, the three Bosa, there's three of them? Two. Two, yeah. The two Bosa, uh, Bosa brothers, TJ Watt, now that JJ is gone, Von Miller, Aaron Donald. Those are your, and Michael Parsons, so six. It's six super, super, super elite pass rushers. The rest, there's some really good ones after that, and then there's just some good ones after that. Right. Um, those Jordan are, Davis. Those are my, gen- those are the generational ones. Like, literally, like. Yeah, like, like, like uh, shout out Matt Judon, Patriot. He's in the top five. Well, yes. Set. But if we switch him with Michael Parsons today, like. Should it, get different. Like, <laughs> so it's like, like Matthew Judon would be in that tier, that. Yeah. Right under them, but it's just something like Nick Bosa's generation. My person yeah. is generational. So, unless you have that, you got to do it your offense to do it. And so the Raiders are looking at it and it's like, well, Derek, <laughs> we have given you time and time again. And it's not that Derek can't play football. Derek right. will get a job very quickly after yeah. this. Um, and he will be a decent average quarterback. He is quarterback 12 to 18 in the league, 12 to 20, somewhere in there. And you can 
build a perfect defense around him and you can win football games. For sure, yeah. But you can't do that in the AFC. Exactly. And Vegas is seeing that. And it's like, all right, we can't win with him there. So we either got to go get Brady, we got to go pay overpay for Lamar, or we're going to have to overpay for Brady for two years, or we're going to have to bring Cam in. So, um, <laughs> if Derek Carr played in the NFC, he would still have a He would still be starting to Still be starting right now. He, 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 would he could have a worse record. He would still be starting today. But in that division, it's just... It's and it's saving the money to drop him, uh, to cut him. I mean, to not let him play uh, because it's not due to injury. So it's saving the money for yeah. him not playing any questions. And uh, you talked about how it changes people's draft. I mean, a couple, even a couple years ago, look at the 2021 draft. I just pulled this up because I thought I was right and I was perfectly right. And I was perfectly right. Penay Sewell, one of the best right tackles in the league. Mm-hmm. One of the best linemen in the league. Kyle Pitts, Jamar Chase, and Waddle went right before him. Yes. And one of those teams, Cincinnati, we all love Jamar, and I'm super happy he ended up where he is, especially because they ended up fixing the offensive line anyway. But if 10 years ago, your franchise QB just blew his knee out because y'all couldn't protect him, you're picking a lineman. No question about it. <laughs> Not anymore. It was it, 2014, 13, 12. Yeah. This is, even, less than 10 years ago, they was looking at you like you was crazy for picking exactly. wide receivers in the top 10. They was like, what are you doing? But like, Other than like Calvin Johnson, like if that's not him, what you doing? Like. And I and I will say a lot of Kyle Pitts' issues is the Falcons, not Kyle Pitts. I feel so bad for Kyle. Pitts. I feel bad for Kyle Pitts because so his pick at four wasn't a bad pick if you have the if you are the Bengals and yeah. you can afford to do that. If you're Minnesota and you just yeah. need that, the Falcons shouldn't have done that because of where they were. But Kyle Pitts, that's not a pick you make ten years ago, 12, you know, 15 years bad, ago. You know, I feel bad for Kyle Pitts, and I feel bad, and I feel bad for Pitts the same way I do Wiseman because he did not pick himself four. Someone else picked him at four. Yeah. And Kyle Pitts has the talent to be one of the best tight ends in the league. And he just can't display right now. And, and listen, but he didn't pick himself four. So when you get picked four, of course, we had these expectations on you. Because you got picked before Jamar Chase. Mm-hmm. You got picked before Jalen Waddle. You didn't do that yourself, but now you're not in a good situation. Mm-hmm. Q, QB's kind of trash. Yep. Team stinks. Yeah. You know, I'm a tight end, so I got to block. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> it, it's awful. Rob, I really feel bad for him. Yeah, I do too. So, back to the wrap-up. Sorry for the tangent, but you know who we are. So, Shout out Kyle Pitts. Uh, I will go to the – we'll switch to basketball for just a moment. What was your favorite basketball moment from this year? You can give me multiple. And I will start as you think. Okay. Um, my number one moment, and as I said, the Warriors will be mentioned a lot today. My number one moment was Clay getting that first dunk against Cleveland on his way on the first game back. That was probably one of my favorite moments to see just because, and that could have been for anybody that yeah. had missed two full years after. Yeah, but two back to back crazy. Achilles and ACL. Yeah. So seeing him get back, and because naturally as a fan, and as just a guy that loves sports, like I get so scared when people have major injuries and they come back the first couple games. And I love to see how like they're moving if they're not doing certain moves, kind of like what Jamal Murray was doing when he first came back, yeah. like not doing certain moves. You can tell he wanted to go, but he's scared to. Mm-hmm. When Clay did that, Doug, I said, oh, we're going to championship. <laughs> that was like literally exactly what I said. Oh, I said, oh, we're going to win the championship. Because yeah. Clay is 100% okay. Um, and then the second game I said, um, but one of the other things I said was, all of Josh missed dunks. <laughs> all of Josh missed dunks. The other night against the Warriors, bro, I was like, yo, this man is a maniac. He <laughs> took off crazy hard. <laughs> like, yo, he just be getting the higher as he get closer. I'm like, dog, that man is a, bro. But yo, what was some of yours? Uh, my favorite 
Oh, my favorite playoff moment was was the Steph and one three versus the Celtics, the second one, the one he dropped on Tatum. Oh, he hit that. I knew it. It was <laughs> that, that shot went in. I knew there was no way they would lose. He, it, but because it was such a terrible shot. Man, moving left, got pushed from behind, got, got pushed down. <laughs> like, he got pushed down. Like, he was pushed. He had just hit one before. Where he got fouled in that one. They didn't call that one. Yeah, and, and he hit the ground and it went in. And it's it's so interesting watching certain teams play really great players. Like Paolo had a great clip talking about playing KD. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen that. Yes. But he hit it and it was like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> he hit it again. It is just really not. I think that would that would be my my number one moment. That or him tapping the ring for Pierre. Yeah, tapping the ring. Yeah, I um, both. Were, I think both were on the road too. Shout out, yes, listen, they were. Shout out, it, listen. We talk about the bubble every year. We get farther from the bubble, <laughs> bro. That looked worse than worse, bro. Because the fans really matter. They really matter, bro. They really matter, bro. The bubble, they be like, it was elite hoops, and they was just focused on strictly back. I was like, the fans have so the fans and the travel yeah. have so much yeah. to do with the playoffs. That you can't never. Um, but another, did, did they hear Draymond? Draymond, like, yeah, I was walking in there, done. <laughs> what, <laughs> bro? Like, come on, man. But another moment I have from the basketball was the All Star game. I thought the All Star game this year was phenomenal. I thought there was kind of oh, this was yeah, the one where Steph, Steph went really oh, yeah, good. Sixteen threes, yeah, sixteen threes in this All Star game. Yeah. That was a. I still had this picture on my phone of one where he shot from half court and he was back at the line before the ball went in. Um, and then the game ended with LeBron hitting the game winner in Cleveland yeah. after Steph had hit the 16 threes. And you know, Steph is actually from our, technically from Ohio. Yeah, it was so, the same hospital. Yeah, so that was a that was a really great All Star game because it was kind of like the best of both worlds. Because I'm more of a some people are like they need to play super hard and yeah. it should be 120 to 110. Like no, no it should be up in the 140-50s. But you should get. 10 great minutes of like the best hoopers in the world. And playing listen, we give Adam Silver a lot of flack, and we'll see, you know, what he does in the future. But the restructuring of the All Star game was probably one of the best things he did, just where every quarter is scored differently. Mm-hmm. So the first three quarters, you can, y'all can relax. Yes. With the fans, we can get what we want. Mm-hmm. LeBron throwing 360, oops, mm-hmm. Steph shooting, whatever. But the last quarter, being rescored by itself mm-hmm. is perfect because the last 10 minutes are let's lock let's in hoop, let's hoop and it's beautiful because they kind of try to keep the score so the score adds up as you go yeah. so they start to score at zero every quarter and they just tally it up and then the i think you got to score like 25 points or 20 24 points yeah, yeah. that's kobe yeah uh, so you got to score 24 points to win um so it's like if ish has 12 points up yeah. If it's at 10 points yeah. and I got eight, then the the winning number is 34. 34. Yes, 34. <laughs> so uh, so that format is beautiful and it it works every time. And you really see how great them NBA players are because they score them points fast. And, <laughs> and no one else, you know, no one else is gonna say this. And I think you were the first person to tell me this in the couple seasons ago. You get to see who think they who who they really think can hoop too. There's only 10 no, people no. going to be on that court. No, no. You're going to see who they think uh, can really who, mm-hmm. who the real all-stars the last yes. 10 minutes. You're going to see who on the court. Uh-huh. And that means something to them. It and, really means something to them. And not on the court, too. Because yeah. Yeah. I remember last all-star game I was watching, and Darius Garland really was trying to play. Yeah. And it was just like, it's not your time yet. It's not, <laughs> not your time yet. And listen, <laughs> this year might be. Listen, this, might be, this year might be a year, Darius. You've been playing it might be a year. year. It might be a year. But this last year, year, listen, it's some, 
it's four or five legends on that court, bro. Bro, <laughs> like, like a couple of men just walked out to the top 75. Uh -oh. Remember that Braun, oh. Steph, Katie? Shaking Michael hand. And Giannis was shaking Michael yeah. hand. Like, this top 75, my dog, like, like we finna play, dog. Like, we, yeah. like every NBA legend ever is here. Like, like, man, uh, so that was uh, also on my list, was yeah. the top 75 ceremony. Mm -hmm. um, again, rest in peace to Kobe. Um, but it was beautiful to see all them legends in a one room and really see the magnitude of like the game like just yeah. in one area and really see like damn like like without bruh right here without bill russell because rest in peace bill russell he passed away this year but he was at that uh no he wasn't he wasn't able to go but um kareem was there that's what it was it was kareem Shaq was there mm -hmm. um bill russell was mentioned a yeah. bunch of times Bird was there up. magic was there yeah. mike showed up yeah. and it was like damn like that's the like, that's the history of the game that's literally why we are here right now yeah. and that was real cool to see it was real cool to see out of all them forwards that was mentioned lebron went last and then after all the guards went mentioned it was steph mike. magic michael yeah. and it really showed you what steph has done in his career because he hadn't even won a championship at that point nope. and it showed you how important he was to the game, how important he was, how good he was, the legacy is left. So I thought that was a beautiful moment. And the last thing I had was um, Coach Pop became the all-time winner of his coach. Oh, yeah, shout out to that, yeah. So, Hell yeah, and Steph uh, broke the record this year. So it was a really good year for football, um, basketball, but on to football, what was it, um, some of your favorite football moments? Favorite football moments? At least three of them were Vikings games. The Viking games have been crazy, bro. This season, too. The 33 0 Vikings game uh, a couple weeks ago was crazy. Oh, yeah, listen, we haven't talked about that. I forgot because we did the year, the mm -hmm. show. Mm -hmm. As I mentioned, I got Justin Jefferson in fantasy. Kirk Cousins is my fantasy QB. I woke up because the Vikings game, I don't know what time the Vikings game, it might have started a little earlier. Maybe one it was a Thanksgiving game. Right? It was a Thanksgiving game. So I woke up and I'm saying, people said, I'm checking the score. Justin Jefferson got like two points. Kirk Cousins got negative. They down 25, people sending me pictures, Justin Jefferson hurt. I'm like, damn, this might be it. <laughs> no. Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson rose from the ashes <laughs> like a phoenix to save my fantasy season. And put, they put up 30 points each in the second half. Incredible. The Bills game, I mean, like, like seriously, you can fumble the snap on the one. You really go fumble the snap on the one. Josh Allen all. Oh, no one, bro. You gonna fumble the snap, fumble oh, snap, no. and then they recover for it, tough, bro. And it, it's so many great football moments. Uh, the 13 seconds with Patrick Mahomes was insane. Oh. What what an incredible two plays by Patrick Mahomes and I mean Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and Tyreek Hill. What an incredible three play, two plays by them. A heartbreaking final act from those three for, for, for everybody else. But if anything would encapsulate why those three players were so unfair to be on one team, it's it, the, it's, it was that 13 seconds. It, it was, and it seems it seems like an eternity if you watch those videos. Like it's no way those thirteen seconds. Like if he was in, it, it, it looked so effortless. So effortless, and it was like, like you had confidence. <laughs> like, like cause I, you remember the, they went down and they tied the game. Yeah. No, they they were they were losing. They were winning. Yes, they were winning the game. Like Buffalo was, and yeah. you know what I'm saying. Buffalo was up by three, and you were like, damn, they really finna go to the AFC Championship. And everybody was like, well, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> give it, give it a little second. Yeah. And he got it, he got it done, bro. And they won the game, ended up winning the game, didn't even get Josh Allen the ball back. One sad. of the best football games, playoff games I've ever watched, honestly. Heart, it's hard, it's so sad. One of them games you wish nobody had to lose. Like, yeah. it's like, damn, like, I'm sorry. One of them games that like, you walk away and you like, 
Well, charge you to the game, bro. Like, we did everything we and, could. And you know what? No, and, and the people joke about Josh Allen. Like, nobody gets credit for losing like Josh Allen. Man. Yo, sometimes you do everything you can. And, and if Mahomes is who we think he is, which is the best player ever, sometimes it's just going to happen. It's just going to happen. I forget what else. going to happen. What was I, I was watching Survive in Advance, mm-hmm. the documentary about the NC State basketball team, okay. the Coach B team. Mm-hmm. Nothing to do with Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. What are the, he talking uh, about this interview? He was like, yeah, he was playing North Carolina. I didn't know who he was. I was like, I'm taking Michael Jordan's ass. A <laughs> couple minutes later, they're like, he was like, I just couldn't get my shot going. <laughs> he was like, two for ten. Like, even when Michael Jordan not here, yeah. his greatness just strangles <laughs> all the past. And fam, if Josh Allen was in the NFC, he'd probably be on the second ball. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Man. Sometimes you just got to play 15. Sometimes like, you just got to go through. You got to go. And it's like the same thing, but sometimes you got to meet Brian there, and you're just not going to get there. Dog. Sometimes you got to meet Kobe there. You're just not yeah. going to get it done, bro. Uh, so. What's the, t- what's the Pet Bucks Patriots game 2022? I can't remember. If it was, I can't remember if it was this year. But that Tom Brady scramble versus the Patriots was probably one of my like favorite funny moments. I'm still thinking of those. I think it was. I, don't, I think it was last football season. Yeah. So it might have been 2021. But it yeah, was it last might have been. Season. If it was, Tom Brady scrambling in that ring. Definitely up there. Um, oh, I had OBJ getting the ring winger. I was really happy. You know, oh, I'm man. a huge OBJ fan. Oh, no, no. That, OBJ doing the Moonwalker Super Bowl. <gasps> oh, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. We yes, called yes, yes. call that. Yes, yes. You called that from the moment. You said he going to moonwalk. You said he going to score and he going to moonwalk. And yeah. that's exactly what he did. And listen, I'm so mad he got hurt. Because I listen, Odell's going to win the MVP. I, I, said, I said the moment we got here, I, I was excited. It was one of them predictions. I was like, I'm so excited to get this one because I know I'm going to be right about it. And he was going to win that he MVP. And Ramsey said it. Ramsey said it. he was like, "Oh, BJ was going to win that MVP." Yeah. He was like, it was nothing stopping him because they was doubling Cooper Cup, and you wasn't going to start guard with you one on one. Yeah, he was. Okay, Crazy was thing was, his ACL was torn before all that. Yeah, shout out to Odell. He's shout out to the I freak athlete. He's a freak hey, athlete. Hey, listen, I know that field to go hoop, but I wasn't. <laughs> he is a freak athlete, man. Shout out to OBJ uh, getting that ring. Um, and I would say another one, quick one, was his. Christian McCaffrey trade for the 49ers. I really mm-hmm. that was one of my favorite moments because I'm a big Christian McCaffrey fan and I felt like he deserved to be out of Carolina. Um, oh, Marcus Jones, punt return versus the Jets. Yes. As a pass fan, mm-hmm. that was a great punt yeah. return. It was a great punt return. Game winning punt return, you know. You a game winning punt return is really crazy. So shout out to Sean Jackson. Um, so, listen, shout out to Sean Jackson. And, and then one of the last two more, I have I have the emergence of Joe Burrow. I have really yeah. enjoyed. I love quarterbacks that just display the it factor. Mm-hmm. And if Joe Burrow ain't the biggest dude in the world, he ain't a freak athlete. He just got it. The confidence that he yeah, brings cool. to his team, the coolness he brings, yeah. it is really amazing to see in real time because it's like it's no moment. It's kind of like the Patrick Mahomes Brady thing. It's like yeah. there's no game you really feel he out of just because oh, yeah. he always feel like he can come back. Yeah, shout out um, Brock Purdy. Shout out Brock Purdy. Shout out Brock Purdy. He's like, why well, <laughs> And the last moment, who I've been cited to say, uh, I've been cited to mention all day, my favorite football moment from this year is, shout out to Future, welcoming Russell Wilson to Good Dude University. (laughs) Yes, sir. Listen, I cannot wait to cut the tape on the wing that Russell Wilson has provided for Good Dude University. What he's given us, we can't really put into words. I listen, we have been right about a lot of stuff, bro. Russell Wilson, we might have to move you up to the dean. I'm not gonna lie. If next season, if Russell Wilson is not a top five QB, he might have to retire. No cap. 
<laughs> if Russell was seriously, if he plays as bad as he does this year, I think it's done. I think we're retired. They, they, because the, the, I have never seen <laughs> the sports world hate someone so quickly. Like they, they're furious at Russell. Uh, did you see Shannon Sharp talking about him? But Shannon him? Sharp was digging into him. You know how bad of a guy you gotta be for Tyler Lockett and Bobby Wagner not to like you. <laughs> Tyler Lockett, one of the nicest people in the world. Why do they hate you, Russell Wilson? Like, Russ said they got his own office in Denver. Like, what are you doing? Who do you think you are? What do y'all think he doing at office, bro? Like, what do y'all think he be doing? And every Russell Wilson story feel more made up than the last, but they be true. Like, fam, we're on an international flight. Why are you doing lunges? Fam, if you don't sit down, bro. That's cool. Beat your ass. Yo, sit your ass down. Yo, the lineman, the lineman coming off the field screaming at him. He's like, oh yeah, we're on the same page. No, y'all not. Y'all clearly not. He would be screaming at y'all if y'all thought the same thing. That's not what the same page is, Russ. I'm just to be honest. That's, that's a little, I don't know what you think the same page is, but that's not it. And, and somehow, listen, shout out Pete Carroll. Nobody, nobody having a better year than Maybe uh, you know what? Next year, I might. I'll say next year. He's having a great time coaching football. Yeah, he's having a, he's having a bunch of fun. They got the Saints' first round pick. They got a top to five pick. He's on top of the world, man. But but Pete Carroll, when he drove home after Geno Smith was leading the league in passer rating, I'm sure he enjoyed a nice a nice he glass has, of scotch. He has had a good couple laughs this yeah, year for sure. And you know what? Russell Wilson's defense. And I want to say this too. You should feel awful for getting Nathaniel Hackett fired. Because even if he is a trash coach, there's a reason he's fired. Because Brandon Stanley woke up this morning, he's still employed. Brandon, you know who still got a job? Cliff Kingsbury still got a job. Not for long, but he got one. <laughs> you got your coach fired before the season was over. Fam. And you know what? 55 and 17, dog. I want to apologize to Nathaniel. To Baker Mayfield? I want to apologize to the day back in. Because week one, he did not go for it on like fourth and whatever with Russ. And we're like, what are you doing? That's Russell Wilson, bro. Like, y'all just gave him this money. In hindsight, the field goal probably wasn't that bad of a choice. Maybe been the best move that made all season. This nigga said, hey, we can get three yards on Russ. I kicked a 58-yard field goal from midfield. And he was like, you know what? You want to know how we know he's a really good dude? Because that was week one. So he really only had training camp to figure out that he's trash. <laughs> like, bro, he had training He was in training camp. was like, what does he do? <laughs> he, listen, and I hate Aaron Rodgers. Shout out to Aaron Rodgers, too. I, I, I'm not a big Aaron Rodgers guy. But imagine they attack your tribe at home. He used to coach Aaron Rodgers. Now Russ can't throw the ball over the 15-yard mark. Oh, so that is where we would take our first break. Yeah. <laughs> Best part right of the year was retired in Russell Wilson jersey in good year, good dude university. Oh man. You know, I, you know, we can't even call Russ a dude anymore. He's the best dude. <laughs> He's number one. <laughs> Whoever you were, I was actually, you know, I'm from screen on here. I'm gonna tweet up here. Whoever tweeted this, <laughs> shout out to you. <laughs> So, because comparing Marcus Mariano with Lamar Jackson might have been the dumbest thing I've read on Twitter all year. And, and all year is a pretty big bar. All dumbest thing I probably read on Twitter all year. Um, and I read a girl tell the girls said she didn't know ham was pork until Thanksgiving. <laughs> and you still beat her out. 
<laughs> While we're shouting out, uh, as we said, Spotify, Apple, YouTube, shout out. Uh, we are on all of those platforms. I would also like to shout out Lil Wayne. Um, he became a professional skater this weekend. Yes. I remember back in 2012 when he first started skating, everybody was laughing at him. Oh, it was like, what you was doing? It was like, they was like, please just rap, bro. Yeah. And now he's a professional skater. Um, I don't know why Scotty was arguing with me that he couldn't skate. I promise you, he would not be deemed a professional skater by professional skateboarders if he could not skate. I was saying, but I, I, I didn't say that. But <laughs> if. Little Wayne wanted to be a professional skater, I feel like he would have the free time to do so, considering he's been rich since he was 15, <laughs> to learn how to skate. So yes. I feel like if anybody would know how to skate, yes. it he, would be him. He, for those of you that don't know this, he has a skate ramp in his booth. <laughs> like it is a half pipe in his booth for him to like stop recording and go skate. And then after in that booth, same like studio, there is a skate park in the studio. So like his skate park is also his studio. So that's where he spends most of his time. So um, don't ask for another. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but on to our um, wrap up. Biggest disappointment from the NBA this year, okay. 2022. Oh, easy Timberwolves. Easy. Okay, so yeah, I thought you were gonna say that. So I said the other team that I was disappointed. Were you gonna say Phoenix? Yes. Okay, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say Timberwolves because not only did you have the talent to make the playoffs, um, once you got to the playoffs, you imploded. Mm -hmm. Your best player at the time, Grumpy Towns, um, showed that first he can't be a leader, doesn't have control of his emotions, and not good enough to win a playoff game as the best player, to the point you almost had to bench him. And then after that playoff series, you blew the team up and got worse. Yes. So that that's easily my biggest disappointment. Um, I had super high expectations for them. But you know what? I'm starting to figure out uh, D'Lo is a super good dude, apparently. Yes, yes, yes. He is, um... No, no listen. I, I, did you see the quote? Yes. Listen. <laughs> Wait until somebody shut up in a minute. Yo, shut up. For real, shut, shut, shut up. up. I don't even have to say nothing. What's up? What's up? I think the people playing against Shaq that felt reading those Zion tweets about him playing football. Football, bro. He scored 43 points for you. And your score excuse was, he playing football, me playing basketball. You know, well, I want to call you something so bad, boy. Listen, if I... You lucky you're 6'5". The, the minute I read what you said... I said, man, I can't call you what I want on the air. <laughs> the first word that I thought of can't be on this air. Man. But, uh, but you're one of them, for sure. Come on, man. But the, the, my biggest disappointment was the Phoenix Suns, for sure. That meltdown that they've displayed in uh, the uh, yeah. semi Western Conference semifinals against Luka was really on some, like, y'all. <laughs> it felt very weak to me. Like, as men, like, you just can't let that happen to you on your own. It's almost indescribable. Like, seriously. Like, people are still, like, I don't, people were waking up the next morning, like, seriously, what happened, though? Like, what happened? Like, yeah. how did that happen? Look you lost by 42 points in a closeout playoff. And, and, and it, you know what? I can understand, like, like, like the Lakers-Celtics, the last game seven, it was close for a while, and then it got out of hand, and, you know, it's over. So, people, y'all yeah. were done in the first quarter. First First five minutes, Luka had ended the game, mm -hmm. and the score was still close. But in those five minutes, and, and it goes back to what I said about Devin Booker, like, Devin Booker really looked like a superstar. And then a superstar stepped on the court, like, he got that Chrysler effect. Like, you look like a Royal Rose. To Rolls And, and Luka shows you game seven, like, yeah, Luka or Rolls. And, and we'll talk about Luca, the crazy six-one triple-double, and talk about that. 
But a lot of people are like, how are y'all? How do y'all like Luka? Y'all hate it hard and like. If Luka was playing like trash in the playoffs, people would be talking about him the same exact way. The difference is he just don't. Like if Luka, if Luka got to the playoffs and played bad like Harden did in their eight straight playoffs, people would be saying the same thing. But Luka plays better in the playoffs. Yes. And that five minutes solidified his future. It was like, oh yeah. He's there. He's here. Because before, if you remember, he had played Kawhi and the Clippers twice. And he had been bounced in the first round. And I remember, I was like, man, if he could just not play the Clippers, we could really see how crazy he is. And boy, he gave it to y'all. He handed that pull over. Yeah, and, nasty yeah. this way. and like, that was kind of the thing. Like, I just didn't like how it looked like fans. It seriously looked like something happened in the locker room the day before the game. And like, they was just like, I don't want to play no more. Yeah. And I, that's weak. So that was definitely my biggest disappointment because you had the best record. I blew the like, series lead, too. Everybody at Blue the Series, they did have a lead on it. And that, that's what I'm saying. So I, I think something that happened in that locker room, and we'll just never know about it until a tell-all comes out after the DeAndre <laughs> Somebody will get a camera in DeAndre Ayton's face when he leaves. Yeah. Because DeAndre Ayton still hates he it. Hate, he hated there. And I don't know what his DeAndre Ayton from Phoenix, I think. Bro, he's, yeah, he went to Arizona. Like, I don't know what dude problem is. You know, you know how angry you're going to hit your hometown. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. Um, Another disappointment was not this year. This is all year. So this is. To the 2022 and 2021-2022 oh. uh, Brooklyn Nets. Oh yeah, very disappointing uh, game swept. I was very disappointed that Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving with that because we all year were talking about doesn't really matter about the season. Y'all gotta stop them. But more, 85 percent of my disappointment goes to Steve Nash because a lot of that was coaching. A lot of that was they were tired of dealing with the coach and it was super obvious. Yeah. So. Not going to put it all on Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, but that was disappointing. And the last one is not so much of a disappointment. I'm just kind of sad, and that's the Clippers, bro. Yeah. I want them to be healthy so bad, bro. Yeah. And it's like, I can't be disappointed you turn your ACL. It's right. just like, I'm just sad. Like, I want to see him and PG in a full playoff run, fully healthy. That's not in a fucking yeah. bubble. I will say disappointment ranks for me. I would go, um, dang, I say first. Timberwolves. I went Timberwolves first. But to go back to the last season, I would for sure go to Lakers. And I would throw Philadelphia in there too. That's a good one. That's a great one. I would go Philadelphia as well because, you know, we're on the clock, Philly. Mm -hmm. We're on the clock. You know, Joel Embiid's in his prime, top two center. And without question, top two center, future Hall of Famer, one of one of the most skilled players ever. Like, like seriously, one of the most skilled players I've ever I've ever seen. In my life. Ever. And, you know, it's time for the production. And the playoffs to start matching what we know you're mm -hmm. capable of. And we don't know if it was Doc, probably. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, of course, I don't think Harden was, was super healthy, but, you know, we got to get, Robert got to meet the road soon because Embiid's about to be 30. Yeah, brethren, that curse. Like, yeah, like, like Jokic got plenty of time. Mm -hmm. Embiid about to be 30, man. Mm -hmm. He even had them injuries. Yes, that's the issue. It's his injuries. So, you know, every playoff run is super important for Embiid. Hopefully this year, They'll, uh, you know, compete the way but the East is so stacked. It's hard to say. But I, last year, they would definitely be on my list. I completely understand that. But I will say this, um, and I don't want to go off on a tangent, but we probably are. <laughs> but I think Joel Embiid will be Charles Barkley. Okay. And yeah. I think he'll be a phenomenal player. He'll have some crazy games along the way, some crazy playoff moments. He might even sneak and get into one finals. I just don't think... In that East, you got to deal with KD, yep. you got to deal with Giannis, and you got to deal with Jason Tatum yep. for the next KD probably next three years, and the other two the next damn near ten years. Cavs, and the Cavs, damn bro, and the Cavs are coming right behind him. 
And part of this is not his fault because Doc Rivers is a coach, and I don't think Doc Rivers is a championship coach. Oh, I truly do not believe Doc Rivers is a championship coach because I think he has had multiple championship rosters and has failed at every step of the way other than in 2008. I think they had three And I think Kevin Garnett was damn near the reason. They I think they had two, six, three, two or three six-minute years on their team at one point yes. in L.A. and yes. they still lost. Yes, so I think a lot of him will be – a lot of that will be – and B will just never win a championship. And I think that's okay. Like, if you really think about the history of the NBA and you go start with Magic, after that, it's Magic Bird, Mike, um, the two of the king, Shaq Kobe, yeah. uh, Duncan sprinkled in between there, the one with the Pistons, and Braun. Yeah. And the one with Celtics, and then Steph. So it's like, not a lot of people win championships. Exactly. Right? It's a really, really it's hard, hard thing to do. It's so hard. I think Jokic will be another one yeah. of those yeah. that yeah. never wins a championship yeah. as the best player. Now, he might get a second piece, and he get a second piece, and it's going to get real scary. But if he don't got to be the, like, the technically the best player, and he get a number like an A, a 1A to be his 1B, man, like that'll get scary. But I think as constructed, Denver will probably stay in that little core they are, and as long as they have that, I don't think they'll ever win anything. And that's Especially okay. They have money allocated already. That's what I'm saying. So, like, I just don't think certain, uh, some of these players are so good. And because of the social media age, and if we're just being honest, just because we're older now, we're we're recognizing more things, and we're really starting to think back about the history of the league. And it's like, win a championship, win a championship. They got to win a championship. And you realize, look back, and it's like, damn, like, not that many superstars won a championship. And that's just what it is. So, um, and D-Wade, you do sprinkle D-Wade in there, and it'll be some one-offs. Like, it will be some one-offs. Like Giannis. Like Giannis. I don't think Giannis wins multiple championships. I think Giannis may get one more, but that, that wouldn't surprise me if he didn't win another championship. Kevin Durant may retire with two championships, and they may be because of Steph Like, that just may be what it is, as good as KD is. This league is full of insane amount of talent. A lot of luck has to go into you winning a championship because of the health that it takes. Yeah. And... Your coach matters. Your coach matters. Steph and Kobe have been in a LeBron with Ty Lue were at a luxury with playing with a great coach that understood schematic advantages within a playoff series. Not every coach is good at those adjustments within in-game and in-series. Doc Rivers is one of those coaches, which I think he has a big time uh, trouble in the playoffs. So I just think Embiid will be one of those players. We'll look back and be like, yeah, he was one of the best ever, but he just never got there. Yeah. And like you said, fam, it's hard. It's hard to win. It's hard. Only it's hard. one person wins the championship every year. <laughs> bro, think about that, bro. Only one, only one team going to do it, bro. One. Steph won that championship. Ain't nobody won nothing since then. It's just we got to wait for it again. <laughs> and, 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 and you said this was a tangent. And you know what? This is, this will be a quick tangent. But it makes me understand the Michael Jordan effect that he has. Because it, 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 what really made what really clicked for me when I was talking about Steph in 2015, 2016, we were talking about uh, errors in the NBA. And, like, for a year and a half, Steph was the best player in the NBA. Mm -hmm. And if Steph wins that championship, then that goes to two years and a half. Mm -hmm. Where you're living in the NBA, where Steph is the MVP, Steph won the championship. So so for every day you wake up, you're watching basketball. For 300-something days, 600 days, he's been the best player. Mm -hmm. For Michael Jordan, bro, we're talking about three straight championships in a row. Twice. So that means for a, a thousand days in a row, twice he was easily the best player in the league. So I can understand where like the aura comes from because it's really hard to win. Mm-hmm. It's super hard. It's to win. so hard to win, and it's a reason no one's three peated since the Lakers did it. It's a it's a reason though. It's like, a reason, and, and, and it ain't because there ain't been no good team since. No, the Warriors are one of the best teams ever. Fell apart because of injuries. 
Miami Heat. Fell apart. <laughs> One of the best teams ever. Fell apart because they couldn't get up for the San Antonio. The last year they, they lost to the Spurs. They were like, oh, yeah, they were old. That was the year they broke the record for games won in a row. Like, fam, it's really hard. It's just hard, right? Kobe's Lakers. Was a, yeah. They were the last him. It was because it was Kobe's Lakers won two, uh, two in a row. Then Braun won two in a row. And then the Warriors. And Warriors, the Lakers, they got old. Yep. Um, that third year, if you really watched them as – the young Lakers fan that thought Kobe was just un, a, yeah. a god at that point was like, oh, they're going to win, of course. But if you really go back and look at that team, old is dirt, slow, Terrible. just they weren't a good team. Couldn't you shoot. just were, they couldn't shoot. You were just trusting in Kobe. Ronald Fest could barely move. Derek Fisher was the starting point guard still. So, yeah. like, that team just got old. Uh, the Heat, like we just said, they couldn't afford to play a big. D-Wade's knees were falling apart. Yeah. And Braun just really couldn't do it by himself because of how good San Antonio exactly. was and how they could shoot the ball. Yeah. Words fell apart because of injury. Like, it is so hard to repeat. I... Real shit, bro. I don't know if we'll ever see a three-peat again. Oh, unless, unless, unless Victor, <laughs> Victor is yeah. some guy we just aren't expecting. I'm scared of his body. I know we yeah. both are. I'm scared of his body. For sure. So, but, but listen, I'm glad you brought that up. Hell, we have the Lakers first. So, listen, they do a lottery system. It's not like the NFL. They don't need to be the worst team in the league. But if the Lakers, which they may be, which they're on track to be now, one of the worst teams in the league, you know, crazier things have happened. Man. If Victor end up in New Orleans, fam, we might be talking about some. But that, that could be a team that could possibly him, Bi, Zion, Herb Jones. <laughs> the way they've developed that roster. Yeah, and we are living in the biggest fantasy to bring you a three P. Yeah, and I am the biggest Warriors fan, and we have won the most recent championship. And I don't think we're three peat. I don't think it's a chance we three peat. No. This just because I just think we're gonna something's gonna go wrong. But I just don't think it can happen. Like Man, I think it's hard. so hard to you're do. You're an ankle away from like, going literally, away. bro. You're you're damn near flew away. Like yeah. play time to get the flu and it's over. Right. So it's just like I said, there's a lot of luck going into that. Um, back to the regular schedule program. Sorry about that. <laughs> but biggest surprise in the NFL, um, 2022 and in this season of 2022, last season of the really Biggest surprise in the NFL. And um, I will say an uh, answer I just said, Joe Burrow. I was very surprised by Joe Burrow. And another two from this year was Geno Smith and him coming alive, leading the league in passer for a good bit. He has Seattle in playoff contention all year. So that would definitely be. You know who I'm going to give it to? And he just recently retired. I'm going to say J.J. Watt. Mm-hmm. Because when J.J. Watt left Houston, I for sure thought he was done. Yes. I thought it was over. J.J. Watt got some miles on that body. And some injuries. Some some really bad injuries that he played through. Mm -hmm. Like, ripping things in his body and still running. (laughs) I thought he was done. But to his credit, he just played amazing in Carolina. Um, Arizona. Arizona, I'm sorry. Yeah, amazing in Arizona. Played amazing, too. And you know what? My second second surprise? Mike McDaniel. Mike McDaniel. Oh, the Dolphins, yeah. yeah. For a second, I was like, why did he say Josh McDaniel? Oh, no, no, no. I was like, oh, no, no, no. Josh, Mike, you know, I wouldn't say Josh McDaniel because I knew you was going to say that. Mike McDaniel is a very good surprise. Yeah. And uh, another surprise is Jalen Hurts. I oh, yeah. I talked about Jalen Hurts all last summer. Uh, we, uh, we both did and said, like, I'm not – you just got to prove it because I know you're working out. Like, I know you're doing everything you can to be great. You just got to go prove it. And – I thought Jalen Hurts would be good. Did not think he would be the NBA. And I'm really happy to see that. I, I got one more. Shout out, Barry. The Detroit Lions and Jared Goff. Yes, that's a good one. That's but good. And not even just we're surprised y'all aren't terrible, mm-hmm. but y'all had every, uh, you know, I'm sorry. Detroit Lions, Jared Goff, and the Jags with Trevor Lawrence. 
Oh, yes. yes. Y'all had every reason to quit on this season. Y'all yeah. had every reason mm-hmm. to be like, oh, yeah, we just stick. Yeah. And the, y'all did it. Y'all stayed the course. Y'all believe. Listen, they literally believed in each other. Yes. And y'all have a chance to sneak into the playoffs. Maybe not the Lions after that loss, but the Jags definitely do. For I think I think those are, and especially Trevor Lawrence, because, fam, you had Urban Meyer as your coach. Y'all was real trash. Like, real trash. y'all was real bad. You, you know, and QBs, like, even Trevor Lawrence, you know, they be calling him the prince that was promised. Like, everybody got a timer. Sure everybody got a timer. Sure and shout out to Trevor Lawrence because you dealt with Urban Meyer for a year. And a lot of people didn't have to deal with that. It's exactly. one of the worst coaches in the NFL, not built for an NFL locker room. Um, because not gonna get into that, but he was not built for an NFL <laughs> locker room. So shout out to you for getting through that and becoming like next year we'll be walking in uh, week ten, week twelve, and we'll be talking about mm, number might be top five. Like, yeah, he might, he, he might yeah, listen, it, because listen, they have an easy division. Mm-hmm. And uh until we see the schedule, I wouldn't want to make too many predictions mm-hmm. next year. But if they play an easy schedule. He could be an MVP conversation. Yes, next year, 1,000%. Yeah. He has looked incredible in the past couple of weeks. Um, so, bigger surprise in the NBA this season. My answer was easy, bro. Mine was Jason Tatum. I, I was like, I was like, I got to mention him first because he he showed you what, not he alone, but the self, it would be Jason Tatum and the Boston Celtics. Yeah. I would say it like that. Um, and I would throw Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown kind of together, but Jason Tatum yeah, a little bit separately because, like, the the work he has obviously put in, not even a question. It's not like, I wonder what he's doing. It's obvious. You yeah. are working. You are working on your game. And not only are you working on your game, you're either watching film or you're listening to your coach yeah. because the shot selection that – the way his shot shot selection has changed for on a game to game basis, yeah. starting with the last year's playoffs, was something really to marvel at. Like, wow, you really it's really clicking for you. Exactly. And the Warriors got him out of sorts, but dude, it's the Warriors. Yeah. Don't worry about that. You went toe to toe with Giannis, and people talk about that series and like he didn't have Chris Middleton. I'm like, yo, that series was even. Yeah. Stop acting like because he didn't have Chris Middleton, that series was not even. Because if Giannis is the best player in the NBA, then he is the best player in that series. Yeah, and Giannis. then it goes Jalen Brown after. It goes Giannis, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Drew Holiday. Yep. Those top four players, Drew Holiday and Jalen Brown, are very close. Mm-hmm. Jalen Brown is a better scorer, but as far as basketball players and what they mean to their teams, oh, yeah. very close. Yeah. After that, Brooke Lopez, Marcus Smart, it gets really even. So it's not like they just had the way better team. Remember, Milwaukee was up 3-2. Jason Tatum went into Milwaukee, dropped 45 on Milwaukee, I'm on Giannis' head, and it went back to Boston and won in game seven. That don't happen a lot. That does not happen a lot. So, dude, it's Jason Tatum, bro, the step he has took, and I think he's going back to back. I think they're going to the finals this year, but boy, Brooklyn look like they got something to say about it. Uh, We can talk about that uh, later. I'm really glad. And it was one of the first things we talked about when we talked about the Celsius. It was the first thing we both said was, fam, you just have to start taking better shots. Yes. And Kobe hit these shots, fam. But Kobe played 20-something years. So the 30-minute clip that you saw of him taking all those shots, there's 15 hours (laughs) of him turning that down to create a better shot for himself. Mm -hmm. And we saw Jay Tatum in that 45-point game. You know, sometimes you just can't create a better shot. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad to hit this one. Mm-hmm. But you also saw in the Miami series, and you saw sometimes in the Warriors series where he was where he was playing better off the ball was, okay, all right, I'm trying to shot down, I'm gonna go get a better shot, or I'm gonna go to the line, or I'm gonna find a way where I don't need to take these shots the entire game. And, and I, I'm glad you mentioned 
But my biggest surprise is from the same team. It's Marcus Smart. I, I was very, I, I wouldn't want to be surprised. I wouldn't say surprises. I didn't think he was do it. I didn't think he could do it. But I was very happy to see him step back into a point guard role. Okay. Doing something one. that people, from the minute he stepped in the NBA, thought he could not do. Mm -hmm. You can't You can't be a distributor. You can't. And he played amazing in the playoffs all the way up to the Warriors, which, I mean, best defense in the league. Yeah. Which yeah, it was like, it's okay. Sometimes our team was just good yeah. too. Um, other surprise, I had a name that just disappeared, but you know what? I'm gonna say this season, and it's still early. But I'm gonna say Donovan Mitchell. Okay, because we enough. really, I, listen, I really thought she was a good dude. I thought she was a great dude, <laughs> and I'm you know, and I'm starting to realize it may have been your relation to Rudy Gobert, like his good dude rubbed off on you. Mm -hmm. So we really couldn't tell, like, is it both of them? But no, nah, it was just Rudy. Yeah, for sure. It was just Rudy. And, and if you watch Rudy play basketball, you'll understand it was just Rudy. And he's been, and, and Donovan's playing outside of his mind. Um, I like 28, his... 28, 29 right now, I think. Yeah, and I like, his, I like his role now a lot more than, you know, when he really handled the ball a lot in Utah and had to create and score. Listen, you're not D-Wade, and it's okay because D-Wade's a top five shooting guard ever. But Darius Garland can still be not Darius Garland. Donovan Mitchell can still be an elite player, and the way he's playing right now, he looks like he can be a top two or three player on a championship team. Yeah, he does. He does. And, and two years ago, if you would have said that, I would have laughed till I, I was exactly. Yeah. So shout out to Donovan Mitchell. And you know what, Jordan Poole. We, we, uh, that was my last one. Okay. I was going to say the emergence of Jordan Poole from yeah. from really until I from I saw him until now has been a shock to me. Yeah. Um. It it is. They came in, because remember last year, I was coming in and I was at Jordan Poole. I was at Jordan Poole, and they was like, how the Warriors going to win the championship? They only got, um, now, nah, you said Jordan Poole. I'm saying Andrew Wiggins. Mm -hmm. uh, Andrew Wiggins' yeah. playoff run was very surprising to me. Did you see that tweet? Dude, it was like, you ever see that Bitch Me Man video? And you're like, he was special. Andrew Wiggins, I saw the tweet. <laughs> yeah, so. Uh, Jordan Poole, of course, we talked yeah. a lot about Jordan Poole, but Andrew Wiggins oh, yeah. and the role he brought into in that playoff run was so amazing to see because it was seriously like your wigs. We kind of need you to play the four because our best lineup is when all of our main scorers are on the court. But yeah. we need you to be the best perimeter defender in the NBA, and we need you to rebound like you're seven feet tall. Okay. And he was like, okay. You know what he was? <laughs> you know what he was? And, you know, we, have caught, I, we love role players on here. And we have I I called Iggy the most timely player in NBA history several times. He was literally Iggy on steroids that playoff run. Really because did. not only are we gonna say, yo, go guard this top three player in the league and put him on ice and rebound and do all the dirty stuff, but we need buckets too. And Iggy was good catch and shoot, transition, extra passing. They, they turn off sides. They were they are they are isoing for Wiggins. Mm -hmm. Like they are running sets to get Wiggins the in ball the in the mid post. And every game play. in the mid post, mm -hmm. we'll get you two or three touches yes. down there, and you're gonna attack. You're gonna score, and it was super impressive. And I'm glad you said surprising because Andrew Wiggins had several moments I just did I just did not see coming. Even during the play, I did not see him booming on Luka before that. Oh my god, he just jumped. Boy, he jumped over a trampoline. Boy. <laughs> yeah, so shout out to Andrew Wiggins. I think one game he had like 17 rebounds and played 14, 15. And the rebounds are so crazy because it was like, Andrew, we need you to rebound more. He was like, okay. Yeah, and he did it, man. <laughs> and a lot of rebounding is just effort. And he just really, you really saw that he really wanted to win. And he yeah. really wanted to change the narrative about himself. So shout out to Andrew Wiggins. Um, 
And that's probably the seventh warrior mission today. Let's see how many we can get to. <laughs> so my next question, my last four um, of the wrap up is the NFL player of the year. And this is not including this season. So this is for last season. Um, I have three. Um, I think you'll probably agree with these. Um, and number one, I had Cooper Cup because I I knew we were going to go into the Super Bowl thing. We have already explained how important he was to that. Okay. Number two, Aaron Donald. Okay. And number three, I know this is last year, but I still think it applies. Justin Jefferson. Okay. I'm gonna go. I'm I'm gonna have Joe Burrow one. Okay. I'm gonna have Joe Burrow one for you. This I just, said Joe Burrow today. So many times I just was like, I'm gonna lose. I got you. <laughs> This year, it's, I, especially because just this calendar year, mm -hmm. no one expected the Vikings, not the Vikings, no one expected the Bengals to win the Super Bowl. No, not at all. And he was amazing. Mm -hmm. The entire player went down to the last play when he, yes. he got hurt in the Super Bowl. Came he, back. He was like, damn. He said, he's done? Mm -hmm. nope, nope. Came right back. Got him back in the game. Yep. Almost won it, yeah. Um, and this year, they start 0-2. We throw a bunch of picks. Mm -hmm. They Super Bowl hangover. Mm -hmm. they no. Not even a little bit. They they will go into the playoffs beating every team that will be in the AFC playoffs. Shush. Every single <laughs> team that they may face going into the playoffs, Man, they have beat. And, and That's I a tough ass schedule too. Crazy schedule. And, and I, I I would definitely have him one. I would have Jettas on there for sure. What he's done these two years is just insane. And I'm put Tyreek. Tariq was another one I was thinking about putting on there. Um, I think he changed the life from Mahomes and Tua, and yeah. I think you see that. Um, and and they, the minute he touched down in Miami. The minute he touched down in Miami, shit got shit out there. So, yeah, I would – um, and I also wanted to throw some defensive players in there um, other than Arizona. I wanted to throw – because this was supposed to be kind of like I said for last year, and if you've done some crazy shit like Justin Jefferson. Um, right. But I did want to mention Micah Parsons. I wanted to mention Micah Parsons and Nick Bosa yeah. and Fred Warner because those are the two main yeah. staples in that 49ers defense. And if you really love football – um, and you're more than like a casual fan, you kind of understand. Watching that 49ers defense play is some beautiful shit, bro. Like, it is so great how they fly to the yep. football, the way they collapse on the quarterback every single play. Uh, their DBs aren't the best, but they play within a team. Right. So they, like, like I said, they fly to the ball. You don't get easy completions on them. You're not just going to walk down and have no 12 play drive on them without feeling like your chest <laughs> falls off. The 49ers, so, this is how good the 49ers is. The Raiders can still make the playoffs. And saw the 49ers. It's like, no, he's done. He's done. Take him out. They can still mathematically make the there are several teams in the NFL, Packers, holding on to the chance we can make the playoffs. The Raiders saw the 49ers on the schedule, said we gotta beat them together. It was like, all right, we might as well stop. We might as well stop. <laughs> like, yeah. Just don't come in. Oh man! Because you want so you want to kill somebody trade value, let him play against the Niners. <laughs> I was looking at a stat of teams' record after the week after playing the Niners. It's awful. That's crazy. Because the 49ers are just so physically different than any other team, especially on defense, because how physical and fast they play. Mm -hmm. And we talk about Mahomes changing the NFL. Another way he changed it is how teams defend everyone now. Mm -hmm. And the 49ers play such an aggressive top-down defense that somehow you can't throw the ball above their head. And if you throw the ball underneath, you're not going to want to catch it. No. 
So I, I definitely love having Fred Warner and Nick Bosa in there. And Michael Parsons is a great one too because the minute Michael Parsons stepped on the field, like change everything. They thought it was going to be different player years as a rookie. Change everything. Right. Change everything. Listen, uh, we, uh, you know what? We don't know if you're Lawrence Taylor. But the fact that we may question it means you should be up here. It means you are doing something right. Yeah. <laughs> it means you are doing something right. He's not Lawrence Taylor. I wish you would shut up because I think what you said about Jalen Hurts was super lame. We never got into that. I thought it was super lame. Oh. Especially doing that to a black quarterback. Um, I thought it was super lame. But it's a division rival. I kind of get it. Y'all about to play him. So I kind of get it. But on the other side of things, like, bro, shut up. Just be and my thing is, listen, you can say that a lot about QBs. I watched Jalen Hurts run that read option versus you. <laughs> don't, don't say that with the team. He was running that read option right, right at you. Right at you. Right at you. And that's that's kind of my point with that Eagles offense. Like, was, like yeah, they're, they're a great team. But yeah. no no team that is not great wins the Super Bowl. Right. No team that is not great makes a playoff and runs a deep run. And the great quarterbacks are great because they elevate their team into mm-hmm. that. And I, I think if we're going to be honest, the Eagles are not 14-2, and two, are they? 14-2, whatever they are. Yeah, they might be. Um, whatever they are, 14-2, 13-2, whatever they are right now, that record is not there if Gardner Minshew has played all 15 games this year. That's, that's, not, that's not true. They are. They might be a They might be a fringe 6 or 7 seed right now. Man, yeah. I swear, they are not where they are right now without Jalen Hurts, and that's very important to mention because y'all be acting like these black quarterbacks. Yeah. Like, their running skills don't mean a lot. Right. They mean so much. The way Jalen Hurts is able to get downhill, the way he is able to run that read option, run the RPO, because we see quarterbacks do it every week and we just think that it's easy. No, that takes years of film study because you got to know what you're looking at pre-snap to know what the read is. You got to know what the read is, and you have less than a second to decide what the read is. And for so people, stop acting like and that. And people don't understand, and I think because a lot of people have a short memory on the read option scheme. They don't understand how physically dangerous it is, even if you're going to hand the ball off. Mm-hmm. And if you and if you're at home and you want a reference for this, I, I want you to look up the Tebow versus the Patriot read option game a second time. Mm-hmm. And Bill Belichick and, and I think Todd, not, was, it, was it Todd Bowles? I can't remember. Not Todd Bowles. What's it? What's the Brian Flores? Maybe. Yeah. Um, they did something that I didn't. I didn't even know it was possible rules wise. I said, you know. Even Tebow hands the ball off him. Let's just hit him anyway. Yep, and that is a rule. You can do that. And you can literally do that. So not only do you have the second to make that decision, they're gonna hit you anyway if you don't make the decision fast enough. Mm-hmm. So it, it takes it takes a lot of mental mental processing. And it's so ironic that black QBs are assumed not to be able to process information very quickly when they have to run a system like the read option. That demands second by second processing of everything around you. Come on, man. It's it's, it's on. crazy thing. But shout out Jalen Hurts. Shout out Jalen Hurts. Uh, so let's take a break real quick, and we will get into the NBA Player of the Year favorite sports moment and athlete of the year. And we are back live, Hip Hop ninety five, Atlanta's number one streaming hip hop station sports year wrap up. I'm gonna throw. Listen, I, I don't I don't do the gunshots enough. Gunshots. Machine guns, da, da, da. y'all can't hear it on the YouTube. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, welcome back. I am so happy to be here. Been a great year, man. Real, real yeah. talk. Sports wise, music wise, it's been it's been seriously been great. I don't know if y'all heard us say this, but shout out to Bad Bunny. Um, we just played him and Cardi. Five hundred million. Five hundred million. Just a rock. Uh, <laughs> he had five hundred million this year. Shout out to man. Shout out to that, that, that boy, man. Man. Uh, and shout out to uh, who else? I want to shout out. Anything cool happened this week? Mm. I want to say rest in peace, Baylor. Say rest in peace, Rest in peace. One of the best soccer players ever. Oh, rest in peace to Twitch, man. Rest in peace to Twitch. Yeah. Rest yeah. in peace. Yeah. We're not going to talk too much about that, but rest in peace, though. Um, so, uh, 
Last three things. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's get it out of the way. NBA Player of the Year, <laughs> Steph Curry, obviously. Uh, graduated from college, All-Star Game MVP, Western Conference Finals MVP, Finals MVP, 31-6-5 in the finals, averaged 30 throughout the playoffs, started the playoffs coming off the bench, came didn't play the last 16 games of the regular season, didn't get one warm-up game, one regular season game, came in straight to the playoffs off the bench, got straight to straight to the work, never faced an elimination game. Um, yeah, nothing else to say. We can, we can normally, play it after that, but normally I, I, normally I feel kind of bad how much Warriors stuff we have. But listen, they gave him Sportsman of the Year for a reason. Yeah, right. It's not just us. Yeah, like, oh, come on. You know, he did that. You know, I, I, we can't take that away from him. Yes. Just because we told you it was going to happen every step of the way, how it was going to happen, <laughs> who it was going to happen to <laughs> Um, doesn't mean that we're biased on giving him credit for it. We just knew what was going to happen. We're just less surprised than the other people. Exactly. We just want to see how it would happen. Like, what would it look like? How's he going to shoot this one? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think they did the math. Like, 50% of his shots didn't even hit the right one. Like, it's nobody else who can say. Um, yeah, so that was kind of I was like, I just wanted to mention that. Uh, That's why I said that. He, he, also, <laughs> he also, said, uh, like he said, he won the Sports Illustrated Sportsman of the Year. He hosted the ESPYs, and he broke the three-point record this year. And if he continues at the streak he is on, and he continues to miss less than 20 regular season games a year, that record will never be touched. Um, it'll be like a green score record. It'll be like uh, somebody's going to have to play like 15, 20, 22 years and just shoot a lot. Runner up. I'll, just because we have to have another name, I'll throw Messi in there. I'll throw Messi in there. Oh, Actually. this is just for basketball. Oh, just for basketball? Yeah. yeah. No, all right, next time. <laughs> There's no, no runner-up. There's no, no, no second no. place. And then uh, – Maybe Jokic. I get, you want two MVPs? I guess. Yeah, so, no, I had, yeah if I had to name anybody else, it was going to be Jokic for two MVPs and then Jason Tatum for doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Nash did that. All right. <laughs> so, listen, shout out, listen, shout out to Steve Nash. Because you kept a job the entire year. No, everyone knew you should not have. <laughs> and you know what? That takes persistence. That takes persistence. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, favorite sports moment of the year. This is all sports, anything that's happened. And I have a couple. Um, I will start off with the Warriors Championship, but we just yeah. went over that. So, that was, as a Warriors fan, of course, that was my favorite moment. But I had a great time with the World Cup. Yeah. Um, the World Cup was really cool to me. Seeing that um, at this age was real cool to me. The NFL playoffs were phenomenal, but my specifically the Patrick Mahomes Buffalo Bills game, I thought that was one of the best football games I've actually ever watched in my life. I watched a game from start to finish and miss a play, so that was a great moment for me. Um, I also had the All Star game in here from yeah. the NBA. I mentioned that already, but I, that was a real good, uh, great moment for me. Um, so what do you? Have? I'm gonna say the Georgia championship. The last play, the pick. Mm -hmm. the, the last pick. Yeah, great. Moment-wise, I remember just enjoying that moment, seeing Kirby and all the players. Like, Kirby jumping. exhale. Like, was, yeah. Kirby jumping 40 feet. Like, mm -hmm. Not 40 feet. Like, five yeah. feet in the <laughs> air. Like, happy that he yeah. picked it off. I, I love seeing that. Um, I love seeing coaches express joy, like, when they finally can. Yeah. They know, like, okay, it's over for real. Yeah, that's it. That's a, I, I would say I would say that the Georgia uh, championship probably was my favorite. Uh, the World Cup, for sure. Argentina. Uh, was it Brazil? I can't remember what it was. Yeah. One of those countries. But crazy World Cup. I finally got a chance to rewatch it because we were on the air during the game. But amazing back and forth game. Um, soccer is super exciting, you know. In the World Cup atmosphere because it, it, we complain about soccer because nobody scores. Mm -hmm. But watching the World Cup makes you realize they all hate that. 
Because the entire world comes. They're like, yo, we're running out of time in this whole <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I think I think that would be the yeah. atmosphere of World Cup is crazy though. And we haven't talked about him yet. I just want to throw his name out there. Justin Tucker breaking the record on that field goal. Well, that was crazy. That that, was I will throw that in there. Where I was like, man, this is a crazy moment because not often do you get to solidify like, oh yeah, this is the best ever at what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And we are alive to see him doing it. Yes. And Justin Tucker falls into that category for kickers. For sure. Uh, I do want to give, this is not my favorite sports moment, but this wasn't talked about a lot, and I do think this should have been mentioned a couple mm-hmm. more times than it was. LeBron did pass Kareem in all-time scoring as far as playoffs and regular season combined. Right. Um, so LeBron is the all-time leader in scoring right now and counting as far as all total points. So I do think he deserves, of course, he deserves a mention for that. Shout-out to him and his longevity, Brad. Like, seeing him, and I know that year 20 things gets gets played out and everybody mentioned it every time he do anything cool and it's yeah. like it's LeBron, he kept his body, it's in shape and all of that, but like dude, like it really is insane. Like it really is insane for him to be out there. Still playing. Like still playing at a high yeah. level. And do I think he could be the best player on the championship team right now? No, absolutely not. But I do think if you drop him in a on a couple teams, they'll automatically go to the finals. But his offense with the knowledge he brings and the offense that he is yeah. able to still play at the level he is, yeah, he he would be a that's why I do kind of feel bad he wasting the last like couple good years left he had. No, nah, he said it yesterday. I don't know if you saw his press conference. It's not working no more. Right, he said, bro, it's not in me, bro. It's not in me, bro, to be playing for no reason, bro. If he, didn't have, if he couldn't catch Kareem, I promise you, he would be out with LeBron in the trade. Hey, listen, I don't know if y'all know, but LeBron's a billionaire. So, <laughs> if he didn't have... I don't know how you don't know, because we mentioned every show. But if you don't, LeBron has a billionaire. If LeBron would have passed Kareem... Man... Braun would be in the honors box, G. He would not be chilling. He would not be playing against Orlando on a Tuesday. <laughs> oh, God. That's sort of guy he was. And I watched every dribble of that game, and you know what? He is still locked in. <laughs> I'm saying, I don't know if he's still locked in chasing these points. Fam, LeBron was getting downhill, downhill. <laughs> like, God. He was like, chill. <laughs> like, older players, so, like, like especially Kobe. Kobe used to, you know, Kobe was crazy in transition. Kobe slowed the game down. No, LeBron is still <laughs> pedal to the metal, yeah. like jumping on people. Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah, no, shut up, LeBron, bro. Um, and then the last question: <laughs> Athlete of the Year. Um, who do you? Who would you give the Athlete of the Year to? This is a full calendar year, so the full January to the end of this year, and you can go early into twenty twenty one. If you, I mean late into twenty one, if you need to. So full calendar year. Who would you consider the Athlete of the Year? I right, understand. This, this is probably one of our shortest episodes, but yes, it, it's got it's got to be <laughs> sorry, spoiler. because not the you could take it either way because now to be an important athlete you gotta have a narrative too that is interesting mm-hmm. and you gotta perform at least the narrative for Steph was oh yeah them KD rings them KD rings bro uh, Kyrie got hurt that first championship all your rings really fake it's just so stupid. You know, he got hurt. Listen, they were a 500 team. They got hurt. Got sent home in the play, playing. Quinn Cook, all these bums on the team. Shout out Quinn Cook. Sorry about that. <laughs> but start, start in 2022, you know, they start the year on fire. On fire. I don't matter. Get to the playoffs. Memphis going to beat them. Memphis Phoenix going to beat them. Nope. Dallas going to beat them. Luka better than Steph. Luka better than Steph. It's obvious. They got the the Mavs got the best player. Why would they just beat the Suns? Why wouldn't did not be, sole playoff runs just from the minute the playoff starts to the last shot of the finals? There are few playoff runs you can put in front of what Steph Curry did last year. Easily. Whether you want to take 
overcoming adversity came off the bench. Who'd you play? Boston Celtics were the best defense ever. MVP, most improved player. They they went through all of those in the in that same playoff run without facing elimination game and without another superstar next to him. Solidified himself as one of the only point guards. It's only been three that you can argue, three or four, that were the best players on a championship team. Isaiah, easy. Steph, easy. After that, you're stretching for Tony Parker and Chauncey Billups. Imagine. Oh, yeah, imagine. So, well, listen. Kareem. Kareem. He never won without Kareem. He never won without Kareem. That's, Steph, why, that's why I thought you forgot. I thought you were about to say you were talking about the Steph, uh, the Steph uh, magic debate. Now it's really a conversation. Because Steph has, was it four now? Steph has four now. Magic has five. Magic never won a championship without Kareem. Steph now has two without Kevin Durant. And he wasn't playing no slouches. One of those was head-to-head with Braun. So what it did for his legacy and just how good he really had to play. Mm -hmm. Like, Steph was 30 on historic efficiency. If he's 26 on regular efficiency, they're, they're home. So I, I, it would be hard for me really, to. Really, really, really. It would, it would be really hard for me. If he averages twenty nine points in a game, twenty nine a game, it probably was that serious. It's that drastic. And, and, and with no other superstar help, in a, in in what has been dubbed the super team era, you need a bunch of players. You know, I just do it myself. I will say, shout out to Coach Kerr. Yeah. Um, we were hard on him the whole oh, yeah. season, but he in the playoffs, his adjustments yeah. game to game were. Absolutely. Okay. Did you hear what Draymond said about him getting benched in the finals? Fam, first of all, you were not benched. <laughs> you were not benched. Because I asked for you to be benched. The Bro, game you were taken out in the fourth quarter for four minutes. Bro, they did offense, defense, subs. Like, you was on the bench 30 seconds. Like, he called the timeout to get you in the game. Like, like he took him out in the middle of the fourth quarter for four minutes, and then they did offense, defense. It was like, like, calm down, bro. And he but was right. He was, was right to do that. Like, and I, like, But I do get Draymond. Yeah, like, dog. I won three of these. Like, stop acting like, stop acting like you gotta take me out. Like, I will figure this out. I get Draymond, <laughs> like, yeah. trying to get Steve Kerr being like, if they lose, because he said he didn't, he didn't say ever, never said nothing about because they won. Yeah. But he, if they lose, yeah. I can get him going back to locker room. Like, I, I can get that oh, from first. his, from his. And that is why we gotta give Steve Kerr the credit. Yes, because it takes some balls. Boy. It takes some balls. Because you know what you're doing. When you yeah, do that. you know who you're taking out that game. And I respect him because it's easier for me to say in game three. At my house, <laughs> the yeah. bench training. <laughs> yeah, but you gotta really do it. Then you gotta be in the locker room with him. You gotta be around him. And then you got the next two years. Exactly. Like, and, a lot. and for you to still pull the trigger on in the finals and bench him the exact moment you need to, salute to Steve Kerr. Like probably fit again. Yeah. Probably fit again. So uh, for sure. shout out, to, shout out to Steph. My answer was Steph for all the reasons it said. Um, I don't really think there is a close number two because I don't think anybody had to go through as much adversity as he did. Yeah. Um, if I had to do number two, it would definitely be messy. Um, the yeah. World Cup run he had was incredible, so it would definitely be messy in my number scored two. Scored in every game, I think. Yeah, scored in every game, which is crazy. Yeah. Uh, he played phenomenal. Yeah. And my last, my third person would probably be uh, Cooper Cup. I mentioned him a lot today, uh, but he would probably be number two. Because remember, I don't know, we have not mentioned this, but he went for 2,000 that year. Like, let's not no. forget. Oh, you know what? I'm not, for 2000. I, you know, we talk about Cooper Cup, but we hit a lot of the nerd stuff. Mm -hmm. That is the best season a wide receiver has ever played in NFL. Season. Seriously. Yeah. You witness, start to finish, the best a wide receiver. Listen, Randy Moss, rookie year. Randy Moss, Patriots. 
We can look at years where like, man, Jay Calvin Rice. Johnson. Calvin Johnson. We're like, man, that's the best wide receiver I've ever seen. Cooper Cup in one year won the Triple Crown and a Super Bowl MVP. Best receiver season ever. With two game win two game winning playoff catches, including one in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Man. Like, Shout out Cooper and Cup. The first one was against Brady. Yeah. So to recap, athlete of the year, number three is Cooper Cup, number two is Messi, and number one is Steph Curry. Yeah. Shout out to everybody uh, from this year. Y'all have been incredible. It has been a joy to watch y'all display y'all's greatness. I love professional athletes because I don't think anybody understands how good they really are yeah. and what they do until you really go watch something. And mm-hmm. every day, like I watch Steph and the Warriors every day, I watch almost every book on this game. So I really see how consistent they are with these right. shots they hit. Like mm-hmm. Katie, I was at the Hawks game last night. Katie was just shooting the shot every time. Yeah. Same shot, yeah. right yeah. to the mid-range. Right to the mid-range, we're gonna get that to the, we're gonna get uh, elbow, uh, free throw line extended, we're gonna shoot this mid-range. And you're not gonna do nothing about it. Nope. It's just beautiful watch. Kyrie Irving, I meant to tell, I wanted to tell you, does not move like a normal person. Like you see him in person, you see it on TV, like, oh, cool. In real life, it's like, oh my God, like he really doesn't move like yeah. a human does. Like, <laughs> I don't know what he does. Laterally, like, it's incredible. It is really stupid, yeah. bro. Laterally, really stupid. laterally, he gets in and out of cuts like a wide receiver. It's really stupid, bro. Yeah. It's really stupid. So. I actually wanted to ask you, but this is how I want to wrap it up. Uh, bro, was it Cam's former tight end? Say Greg he Olson. No, no, he said he wanted to play basketball. What's the Oh, Devin Funches. Devin Funches said he wanted to play basketball. Wrong receiver. Yeah, okay. All right, let's get Devin Funches out of here. <laughs> Because I don't, I don't think there's many NFL players that could play in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Give me the three best NBA players if they play in the NFL. Are we talking current or now? Right, or now. Right, right now. now. Um, right now, I am going number one. Wait, is this player happy to be playing right now at this age? Right now, right now. Okay. Like, like right now, you're like, oh, I'm done with the NBA. Okay, um, right now, um, I will say Russ. Okay. I think Russ would be a crazy re- Russ is six three, but Russ would be a crazy receiver. Yeah. Uh, right, crazy receiver, crazy uh, safety. And I'm going to go Giannis. What the fuck? I'm going Giannis. Giannis um, at a tight end receiver. Yeah. Um, and then somebody normal. Um, I would say Ja, but he's too skinny. He would. He, you they, know what? It would break his body. No, I, I, I would. I would. Ja was. Ja was one for. I was like, I'm scared of Jock and Jock. Jock's super tiny, but jump ball situations. Yeah, I'll jump for sure. And and another person I I had on there was De'Aaron Fox. De'Aaron Fox is super, super underrated in his athletic. He plays in Sacramento. Mm -hmm. Nobody's staying up to watch those Russell Bush. End to end speed. He is incredible, and he is jumping out the gym. Yes. Like, he is dunking on me. Mm-hmm. And you know what? You know what? <laughs> I also want to throw the Sacramento Kings in there. Surprise this year. We, we talked about Oh, it's a surprise season. Surprise this year. Kings. I want to give Sacramento Kings, Demontis Sabonis, Mike Brown, Derek Fox, all the credit. Last NBA player, I figured it out. Um, <laughs> and this is, we're pretending he don't ever get hurt. But I think Kawhi would be crazy in the NFL. Kawhi is at corner. All right, safety Kawhi. But you realize how tall these NBA players? They look so silly on NFL field for real. But oh my God, Kawhi is so physical. Kawhi big. His hands are huge. Imagine really getting jammed. Like like nothing you can do. Um, Real quick, what you looking forward to in twenty twenty three as far as sports? Um, 
uh, anything you're looking forward to. I'm looking forward to the NBA playoffs this year. Yeah. Steph defending his titles. I'm interested to see what Luka does kind of by himself. Right. Um, of course, I'm interested to see what Memphis does coming off of the noise. The Zion's first playoffs. Yeah. Um, the Sacramento, I'm looking, it looks like they're going to get in. I'm excited to see LA the East. Get LA could get in. I'm excited to see the Clippers if they are able to stay healthy. Right. And then on the Eastern side, we got the heavy hitters, the top four heavy hitters in Cleveland, Milwaukee, uh, Philly, and Brooklyn. Um, did I say something about somebody twice? Philly, Milwaukee, Brooklyn, Boston. Boston. So five heavy hitters. Yeah. So five heavy hitters. I'm excited for that. And then I'm excited to see where Brady goes. Yes. Very excited to see where Brady goes. Uh, so your, your, last, your last two would be mine. But I, for the first time probably in our adult life, I'm excited to see the East. That's a bloodbath. Mm -hmm. That is it. Because this Eastern Conference, My this playoffs, Boy, there, there's no flukes getting to the final. No. Last year, the last year the Heat made the Eastern Conference Finals. That will not happen this year. No, there are some really, really good teams in the Eastern yes, Conference, sir. and that's up to the two seed now. Mm -hmm. Suffolk's not going nowhere. Bucks not going nowhere. Cavs not going. Philly nowhere. looks great right Philly now. Philly looks crazy, and they're all really, really distinct matchups for people. Dog. Dog. Where you know you may be the better team, mm -hmm. but. Fam, Joel Embiid and Giannis are seven feet tall. You know, you may have the better team, but what you gonna do to stop? You don't have a perimeter guard that's gonna stop Kyrie, that's gonna stop KD. Oh, you don't rebound. The Cavs start two seven footers. And they also have Donovan Mitchell. Mm -hmm. And the Celtics, who just went back, who just went to the finals, they added a, a 50, 40, 90 backup point guard. And they center his backup. And man, it was a final, there was some problems with him on one leg. Man, it is exciting. I, I think excited, bro. the East is going to be an absolute bloodbath right. this year. I'm very happy to see it. And at the other end, the West is so not stacked, it's impossible to pick. Until the playoff bracket comes out, it's impossible to even guess. Because it's it's, a lot of it is matchup-based. And, and, you know, I asked you the minute Steph got hurt, I was like, is this raps? And, you know, not really. Because first, we can talk about the Warriors are finding ways to win games without Steph Curry, which is very, very problematic for the rest of the NBA. Yeah. But even if they were to fall to the play-in, like Draymond said, the Nuggets the one seed right now. That would suck for the Nuggets. The Warriors get the eighth seed, like, oh, oh. yeah. The, you beat the you beat the Nuggets. Now you're the one seed. Now you have the same path that they would have. <laughs> that they yeah. And so I, I think is I think that would uh, that I'm looking forward to. Brady, yeah, I'm. I, I'm interested to see what's going to happen with Brady. Because, really interested to see because he didn't want to play for the Bucks this year. Right? That's what I'm saying. And he left his wife, so obviously he's playing football again. Oh yeah, oh, I have no question that. He's oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he, very excited. He's definitely playing. So I'm excited to see where he goes, and I'm also excited to see where Lamar goes. I'm glad you said that. I'm. I'm excited to see what happens with Lamar. Very excited. And I really hope, and I, and we've been on record with this. I really hope he leaves. I, I pray. I pray, I, I pray to God for leaves because I really want to see what Lamar can do on another team. And I really think San Francisco could have the pieces to get him. Uh, and if San Francisco could put the pieces together to get Lamar. GG's I, NFL. Yeah. That might be the three people. This time. <laughs> man, that's, those, those are the Joe Montana teams people talk about. Uh, yes. The teams that were the best offense, defense, special teams mm -hmm. in the league. Yeah. That would be shit. That, that would be Lamar. That would be disgusting. In, in San Francisco. Mm -hmm. Another a couple of things I had were as far as this year's playoffs, 
very interested to see how Jalen Hurts does in his first playoff, yeah. especially coming off the injury. For sure. um, I'm praying it doesn't really affect him by the time the playoff starts. I'm really interested to see what happens with Brock Purdy because he has been great. Not good. He has been a great quarterback these past four games. Yeah. Um, so I'm interested to I see. Shout out to Shout out to Yeah. But with Jimmy G yeah. coming back, because Jimmy G will be back for the playoffs. He, I think he'll be able to play the first game. Oh, yeah. So I'm thinking, if they win out, and Russ still ain't throwing the pick really, he's been perfect. Yeah. They've been scoring as much as they were with Jimmy G. Like, do you make that switch? What I do you do? I'm really excited to see that. I, you know what? I think, I think Kyle, especially because they had him as a third QB on the team, mm-hmm. which a lot of teams don't really do, especially a team with, a mu- with as much talent as the 49ers. Mm-hmm. I think he knew that he would be capable of this, especially where Brock Brady came from. Like, yeah, he was picked 199, but he was also in Dallas where they loved him, but they just happened to have Cooper Rush. Mm-hmm. So they let him go. I I cannot see him riding with Jimmy G. I cannot see him really? putting G back in there. I really and I really can't because how the last playoff run ended was Jimmy G. Mm-hmm. Had Jimmy G been playing well or Jimmy G just got hurt or whatever the case, like their last playoff run ended with them as an organization saying he cannot be the guy. Right. So I think what they see in Brock Purdy was Brock Purdy got a good arm. Makes decisions really quickly. Very quickly. The team likes him. <laughs> Listen, I really like Brock Purdy. And I and I like and Michael. He got the Mike White kind of thing, where now old school QBs are kind of like a rarity. Like yeah. a guy who's just gonna drop back and mm-hmm. pass. Like oh my god. Like, yeah. But they're effective because that still works in the NFL. We talk about Devontae Smith, but he's too small. Things in the NFL that work as wide receivers can you catch? Can you separate? And can you protect yourself? Devontae Smith can do all three. Mm-hmm. If you're in the NFL. And you can complete passes and you don't turn the ball over, you will always have a job. Because it's not 32 people on earth that can do that. It's not. Even if if you do hit that Jimmy G button, Mm -hmm. all the the nasty stuff on Jimmy G resume, people kind of wash away because, hey, sometimes he completes passes. Yeah, sometimes he completes passes. And that's enough in the NFL. That's enough, bro. So I, I I think he'll ride with Brock Purdy as far as. As far as they went, to be honest. I do too. Because I don't see them losing. I don't either. <laughs> I don't either. We'll get into our Super Bowl picks next show, so I don't want to spoil that. Hey, listen, Jimmy G ran through the back of the end zone, but he kept playing. So, Brock Brady can watch Jimmy G run through the back of the end zone Fact. and throw a pick on the same play. I think he's playing with house money. Um, last two. Oh, before we move on, the real question is, if they win the bowl, what do you do with Trey Lance? That's the question. Mm. That's the question mm. right there. That's a good one. That's yep. a good one. I don't know. Yeah. I really don't. Wow. If, if you win the bowl. I'm going to sleep on that. I'll get back to you that on that yeah. one. That's a good question. Um, yeah, I got to watch these next few games. I'm going to get back to you yeah. next week. Uh, last thing on NFL, I'm, next year I'm excited to see what Justin Fields does because I think he had yeah. a great year this year. I think yeah. the running that he was able to display will be a huge threat. I think yeah. this offseason he will become a much better passer, more accurate. I'm looking for them to draft a receiver and a tight end this year in the draft and get some real weapons around him yeah. and really see where they go. And then the last thing I had was I'm very excited, very, very, very excited. I'm probably more excited about this than anything other than basketball. Um, I'm excited to see what Dion and Sugar are doing in uh, Car Wash. Oh, yeah. Very excited. I cannot yeah. wait to see that. I want to add another name to a previous segment. We talked about surprises. 
I was present. I was very happy for Jeff Okuda this season. Mm-hmm. Jeff Okuda was was one of the players I was really happy for who blew his Achilles. I think he's one of the Achilles. Yeah, that's back corner. That's hard. Yeah, that's hard to come back. Corner and came back playing great football. Yes. I, I just wanted to throw his name out there. Yes. Uh, and looking forward to next year. I want to see Jamo. I'm really excited mm-hmm. to see Jamo. So get him get unleashed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get and, and not have a season where like this season where you're rehabbing in the off season. Mm-hmm. You're not really practicing because you're rehabbing. Yeah. You're really trying to get shape. No, where you're really, listen, you're the number one receiver. We know that. You're at practice. You're not rehabbing. And I'm really excited to see what he can do because that Lions offense has talent. It does. And, and he's, yeah. um, he's struggling with the touches. And it's like, but you got to realize, like, I we, I think we spoke about this uh, two weeks ago with their timing as a quarterback. Yeah. And if, if you haven't had real time with a receiver, it's hard for you to time how they're going to come out of the breaks, how fast they're going to come. Because you, like, he is a 4-2 guy. So it's like, you got to adjust to that as a quarterback. So it's not always just about Yo, Jared, Jared Goff been throwing the slow people all year. Like, yeah, bro. Like, hey, 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 you got to out route pretty quick. Like, <laughs> <you're not bad. laughs> yeah, for real. And then, like, in NFL, like, you throw a pass, like, it's a turnover. Like, I don't know if y'all play Madden, but you uh, throw a corner route, a corner yeah. route, a second late. That's a pick, bro. Yeah. Like, so it's just, it, you yeah. think it, it's just like that on Madden. It's way worse in real life. It, it, NFL, it, I don't, NFL is better to watch on TV, mm-hmm. but I recommend everyone to go to an NFL game at least once so you see how actually big that field is. Because <laughs> that field is extremely big, bro. Like, it looks small on TV. Y'all got to understand, every yard is three feet. That 10-yard out was a 30-yard <laughs> throw. Like, and that's just a first down. Dog, that 10-yard out was a 30-yard throw. Repeat that. Like, that was 30 yards he no, just threw, yeah, bro. Like, and he got 10 yards. Yeah, and in college, the hashes are uh, – this is like football nerds. Mm-hmm. So the hashes in college are so wide, mm-hmm. the ball starts farther to the side. Yes. The place. So those out routes aren't as far because you mm-hmm. don't have to stretch the whole field. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The NFL hashes are so much smaller. You literally are throwing 30 yards to get the ball 15. Like, 15 yeah, sorry. Same thing with the running. Like, jet sweeps, you run the ball, you ran 27 yards to pick up a first down for 12 yards. Like, wow. it's it's crazy, bro. Yeah. So, it's like that. And I love football. I love shout football. out Jalen Watson. I was watching um, the – yeah, shout out Jalen Watson. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but I was watching uh, – what was it? I think it was a, it was a 49ers play. Yeah. And it was just a regular run for Christian McCaffrey. And the way they just blocked this is nerd stuff, sorry. Yeah. The way they just blocked it and the whole like just open yeah. and then Christian McCaffrey just followed his lineman. It was like bro, football. The Ray Ray McLeod football is Ray Ray McLeod Yes. Was the, that was the other one I saw. Incredible. My it was like the red sea just parted yeah. open, dog. Yeah, like, you wanna know why? Because they hit harder than you are. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that is why the Raiders will not be playing starters <laughs> today. <laughs> Uh, shout out to y'all, man. Uh, it is Thursday, so this feels weird. Um, I keep having to tell myself that while we're sitting here. <laughs> but uh, thank you for sitting with us. This show will be up today. No, nah, it actually might not be on time. I got some stuff. I got to go take Taylor out for dinner. Uh, so shout out to Taylor. Happy birthday. Um, oh, happy birthday, Taylor. It's uh, your birthday? No, tomorrow. Um, so, yeah, I will um, uh, have to show up. She has birthday tomorrow? Yes. That's great. <laughs> so I tell her that every year. <laughs> but strive for great. <laughs> but I will uh, have this show up soon within before Saturday, definitely. Yeah. So thank you guys for sitting with us. Um, y'all have a be blessed. Have a great New Year. Uh, I hope you guys had a great uh, holiday. And like I said, have a great year. Four years wrapped up, and we will see y'all next year, man.